Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Drop your cocks and grab your socks, Joe. Oh, yeah. We're back. Wakey, wakey. We, we were off a week. We, we were off a week. Oh, and I apologize. A week away. Oh, stop. Stop. Oh, I'm, I've already in, stopped. It's in my fucking head now. Uh-huh. All right. So I poured you a nice wine glass of my personal favorite IPA, and I want you to try it. So that's the name of it, my personal favorite IPA? Yep. That's absolutely what it is. Now, this IPA <laughs> comes from Chuck. Uh, Croy down at State 48 Brewing down in Surprise. Wow, it's <sighs> fucking in the nose. It's I in can your s- nose. I can smell mine a foot and a half away from me. Like oh, it, yeah. It, it's... A lot of people don't. I know that uh, I've spoken with you and uh, and uh, Tim Schritter down there at the brewery. And, of course, a you know, strong IPA that's been fucking heavily hopped. You know, it kills your palate to drink something it, else. It really afterwards. does. But I really like them. I'm sorry. I know it's becoming... Well, it, it kind of became a uh, well. It came kind of became a trend of over hopping the shit out of things without any sort of balance. Yeah, you can have a hoppy beer. It just needs to be balanced out properly, and some places just weren't doing that, and it was just all like in like tooth enamel eating, hop forward garbage where, with no attention to the actual beer itself. It's kind of like some restaurants when they say, "Yeah, come and eat our seven slab burger." You know, it's like really yeah. how many more slabs and why meat? do you like, need what's that much more fucking meat? Yeah. You know, so then what you're dry hopping it too much and what's the at some points like that's, that's why just I, I always rail against restaurants that have too big of a menu. Yeah. I if agree. You, if you have too big of a menu, you're not going to have anything good. Yep. Or you're not going to have anything great. You're going to have a bunch of mediocre shit. Be good at 10 different things. And That's so, it. And some of the um, Michelin restaurants, I'm sure this is true throughout the world, I believe they don't even have menus. In other words, if you show you up there, say, yeah, you yeah. show up, whatever they're serving, that's what you're that's getting. That's what you get that day. And it's one thing. It's like one it's, main. It's one. It's like <laughs> one main and like 16 other courses or something like that. I love this idea. I, I you do don't have too. to think about it. Yeah. Fuck it. What are you no, going to have? Go, like, I'm just going to have what I know having. it's going to be fucking good. It's like yeah. uh, one of my dreams is to eventually go to uh, Thomas Keller's a uh, restaurant up in uh, in Yauntville, California. I think it's uh, Sonoma County, I think. Mm-hmm. Might be Napa. doesn't matter. It's snooty. But it's called the French Laundry, and it was voted the rest, best restaurant in the world like three times over. In the past. This is over the past 10 years. So it's obviously the top Michelin three-star. Three-star. It's been three-star for a long time. Uh, Tom Keller also has Per Se New York, and apparently he's opening up one in Las Vegas, which is a trendy thing to do these days. Anyway, if you go to the French Laundry, you just plop down your $280 uh-huh. and you get a 22 course meal. Wow. Yeah. And and you don't know what you're getting. Um, and because he also does not one course is not quite enough. Not quite enough. 23. And he does many. N- new menus every day, every day. I fucking dig that. That that gets me off. I fucking love that. Anyway, using whatever side of the brain. Okay, so this so, is so uh, this IPA Chuck, is actually called. I think Chuck Qua, just Chuck Qua Chuck Qua, and he hates it when I call him that. Okay, um, and he made this. You're saying this he made his. that. He's made it before when he was down at Pints, uh, down in Laughlin. What's it called? Uh, it's his Mosaic IPA because it's predominantly Mosaic uh, hops. Wow. And here's what's weird. Jesus, that is fucking hopped. 
It's fucking it's phenomenal though, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it. Here's what's weird. When I put it up to my mouth, and and the liquid actually started to just go past my lips. The nose or whatever. I know it kind of blocks your senses and all that, but something it it smelled totally different the second that I. It was a weird thing. I never really noticed that before. It, it was like a total different. Huh. Maybe I just maybe I just smelled my you know self. Maybe it was a combination of you smelling what was left in your nose and then tasting at the same time as it know. was hitting That's your really, really, your tongue. Yeah, I'd be drinking that all the time. If I were down there now, holy shit, I'd just be. I, I, I wanted to drink one. I anyway, down in Phoenix, so my father was sick. He's doing mm-hmm. better. Yesterday afternoon, I left. Um, was I stayed with Chuck and Paige, who they neither one of them listened to podcasts. I told them they should. They don't really have the t- whatever. Like they just don't listen to any podcast. Or no matter what, they just don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul, uh, 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 Chuck will listen to podcasts on occasion. Um, that have that have to do with the brewing industry. So he'll listen to brewery podcasts. I was gonna say you probably. I'm sure you've done that. I have a lot of it is information that I just don't. I, I don't own a brewery. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a, a brewer at it, like an industrial brewer. Okay. So a lot of the conversations and a lot of those podcasts really just don't have a lot um, to do with me. Now there used to be uh, several podcasts that homebrewers put together, and they haven't. A lot of those still have information that are that's useful, but. They're out of date 10 years. Are there... Um, but they're still out there. They have great information. It's just, like I said, it's, it's so out of date. So homebrewing is very popular, and, and so are uh, you know, craft brewers. Probably, I'm sure it's still on the rise. Craft brewers are still... Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. The bubble hasn't burst yet. So I'm guessing that uh, there's probably a preponderance of, uh, or a cornucopia of podcasts on brewing, I'm guessing. Probably yes. there's a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch out there. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a there's a, a select uh, few brewing podcasts that are, that are pretty cool that have... Um, well, they're heavy hitters. They're like the they're they're like the Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogans of the the brewing world. So mm-hmm. they can get in big names. So they'll get um, uh, Jim Cook from um, Sam Adams, or they'll get uh, you know all, all sorts of people. Okay, someone Ka- from Sam Sierra, Cal- Sierra Nevada. Who yeah, exactly. Those guys, those guys Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head. But okay. anyway, no, I stayed with uh, Chuck and Paige were were nice enough to let me crash at their pad and a really nice place. And uh, so I, before I left, I was, you know, I was leaving town, drove across the valley. I'll tell you, I really wish I was down there for pleasure because it's a, Phoenix is blowing up when it comes to brewing. Everywhere seems to be blowing up when it comes to uh, craft beer. Mm-hmm. But Phoenix is like Phoenix and, and, and uh, Phoenix, Arizona and Columbus, Ohio seem to be neck and neck for adding more, more and more breweries like every couple months. Okay. And having to drive all the way across town several times and just seeing literally just driving down why you know phoenix is huge yes we know this i had to go from downtown like central phoenix where the hospital was where my father is and uh drive from there out to chuck and pages which is way out on the other side of the valley so i'm driving 21 miles on one road one surface street because that was the fastest way how many micro or Nano, whatever you want to call them, breweries. Did you sixteen? Holy fuck! Sixteen from downtown, from downtown where I was had a block. I just did it just to search, just to see. Yeah, on near Grand Avenue, or uh, yeah, the Grand Avenue, which is US sixty. Well, here's a better question: that, Do they have you know that little tram they have down there? 
Yeah. The question is, can, can you get on the tram at one end and can you stop at various well, you're, microbreweries? You're, you can to a certain degree. A lot of those trams run, um, what are they, the, the light rail. A lot of them run north, south, yeah. or east, west. Probably isn't really a tram. The, the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's light rail. Okay. They run north, south, or east, west. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oddly enough, there's, I think, what is it? I think there's two different main streets in, in Maricopa County, like in the valley itself, that, that don't follow the grid pattern. It's US 60, which is Grand Avenue, and Bell Road. Which is where and the those, breweries they, are. They run, yeah, and they're just they're right there on and Grand, Grand Avenue. There were 16 from downtown Phoenix all the way out to uh, the surprise kind of area where I was staying. It, it, there are 16 of them on the way, and I'm that, just thinking, God be, damn it, I would love to just stop at every single one of these and then show up. That would be great up. if they had a tram. If they said, all right, here's what we're going to do. Gonna, it's called the beer tram. And right. And they just have it, you know, there, here's our beer corridor. So w- you can do that to a certain degree, and I know I know people that have done it. Uh, a few friends of mine I've talked to, they, they'll, they'll do that. They'll do that, like, on a Saturday all day. Yeah. And some of those places open up at 7 or 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. I like, bet, I'm going to bet Uber's pretty busy on that. Street. Very much so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it also goes through kind of the heart of the ghetto, which is nice. I like that too. So I did. I was able to get some really good Mexican food while I was down. There's a plus side. Oh, nice. Uh, always, yeah. And I went into a Mexican uh, um, grocery, and I don't mean like a um, talking about the real deal Mexican grocery. Yeah, not a food city or a uh, or anything like that. No, this was an actual. It wasn't, and it wasn't just a carniceria. This is. It, I did. I've never heard this term before, but it's called a Oaxacaria. Hmm. As in, like the state of Oaxaca, like that region of Mexico. Oaxaca. So they all they sold was it was stuff that was in that was from that Oaxaca. Interesting. So I just I saw that and I'd never heard I'd never seen that word before. And I walk in, they're like, "Hola," and they looked at me like, "Is you're not from? He's white and he's not a cop. What the fuck is he doing here?" (laughs) (laughs) And. um, and I was like, habla inglés. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I can, I'm like, because my Spanish is rusty as fuck. And I, because I haven't been to Mexico in forever. <laughs> and I said, I'm not looking for anything specific. I just want to look around. And I've never heard of Oaxacaria. So I asked him about it. And it was his grandfather that started it. And That's it, was, really it cool. was really fucking cool. It was cool to see, to not just see generic Mexican stuff. It was just like very region specific. You know, that was just, it was, it was almost like, imagine going into, for folks that can't quite grasp the concept, imagine going into, Safeway, but instead of it being called Safeway, it was called the South, and that and and all you could buy was like, uh, prepackaged to go ham and beans, cornbread, spicy cornbread, sweet cornbread, cornbread, you know, the stuff that the South is known for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what this was like. It was a Mexican grocery that everything came out of Oaxaca, and it was fucking. I bought a bunch of bunch of peppers, some achiote, some like different spices. That was my next some, question. What did you what did you, I, you haul I, in? I, I yeah. think and I I I think I spent I spent about thirty five dollars in there, and I got two gigantic grocery bags full of stuff. Nice. And then the guy threw in some. Uh, I got up to the the front. Uh, the cashier, and I was like, oh, shit. Are these homemade saladitos? Have you ever had saladitos nope. before? Saladitos are a salted plum, hmm. and you just kind of suck on them. Like they used to, when I lived in Tucson, the uh, you can get them for five cents out of the, uh, the an ice cream man. plum. It's a, it's a, it looks, it's a plum that looks like a raisin, and it's white around, like on the outside, because okay. it's crusted in salt. Salt. And it's really okay. good. All right. So he threw in a small bag of those, which they promptly got eaten on the way home. Sure. But uh, I've never had that. Yeah, saladitos. They're su- super good. But anyway, I get over to State 48, and I was like, Chuck, you got that mosaic uh, 
State 48's name of the brewery. Okay, so my question is, was, um, yeah, this is this is really good. It's yeah. I would be drinking. So we're, Joe uh, is serving it in a uh, wine glass, a couple of wine glasses. That's a more appropriate probably for this. This beer. is just a five and a half, six percent beer, so you I wouldn't know. normally serve it like this. But it's okay. already dirty the glasses because we had those uh, the, my gifted IPA from a couple um, that was really good too. Patrons, it was really good. It's F five. Um, F five as in like the tornado. That was the reference uh, to the or the fighter coop. plane that we learned it's, about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, I, you know, you think my eyes would start to glaze over at some point when you like, oh yeah, F five like the tornado, and you go, no, you mean like the plane? I'm like, no, I mean, and there's a, literally a picture of a fucking tornado on the side of the can. <laughs> but where's yeah, the where's the jet? I don't see the jet. Yeah, the where's, can. The, where's the jet? I'm like, God <laughs> damn it, Paul. <laughs> There are other forms of locomotion other than flight. I used to really be in love with tornadoes when I was a kid in Texas. I mean, I, I was just fascinated. What? Well, Why not, are you? not in a fetish sort of way, but it was. <laughs> I, 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 like you just, you're like, humidity <laughs> level goes up, <laughs> clouds on the horizon, cold wind, tornado watch, or is there a tornado warning? A tornado warning in effect, Paul's pants come off. Oh, yeah. Tornado watch goes into effect which means what is that one's been spotted oh no 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 a warning is one has been spotted okay the wa- watches conditions, watch are, conditions favorable. are good yeah. yeah okay conditions yeah. are favorable see i've been out of practice yeah yeah warning is a warning it's like get the do something you know and it's funny people that panic fet- now warning means panic people that fetishize the uh tornadoes clearly have never been uh in one well what it was was i lived in texas for about seven or eight years right in the dallas fort worth area and um every spring you know, there would be an outbreak, and I saw damage, uh, a fair bit of them, periodically. You know, every year, we'd, you'd just happen to be in there, you'd see Did you ever was. see one touch down? Or? I've never no. I've never seen. The closest I was, I believe, when I was actually moving out here uh, in a large moving truck with one of my gliders in tow, <laughs> going near— That's a really long vehicle. Yeah, going near, near Birmingham. and um, Birmingham? Yeah, Birmingham. Um, and— I am pretty convinced it was a it was a the beginning of the of a tornado that that was thinking about forming. You could see shit going around. It was right near the I can't remember the highway it was. It actually, was going north and south, not east and west at this time. It's hard to explain why we're doing that. But um, anyway, I think I was just on the edge of one kind of starting like a holy crap. This is a tornado oh, right you can right see a there. Cloud. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could see some debris kind of moving. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, but then it kind of stopped. You know, like that was that was thinking about it. That was on the cusp of all the time you spent on the ocean and over the ocean flying. You never saw water spouts or anything nope. like that. Oh man, it's just weird. It's like I haven't seen a rattlesnake here since I moved here nine. Hey years Hey man, ago. I've never seen a snake. Period. Outside of my house since I, I've lived twenty years now. I've lived. What do you mean outside uh, of your house? Okay, I've all the hiking and camping and shit I've done in the desert. I've never seen a snake in. I've never seen one with eyes. I've heard a rattlesnake one time. Okay, I've never seen one. Outside of my house, I've had snakes in my house. Okay. I've had four different four different situations where I had a snake in my house. Well, most snakes here I've seen were are in the hangar. They usually usually they're pretty small, but then occasionally right. that one, about a three or four foot one. God damn, came in here. I've had a picture. I put it on Facebook. What I, did you do with that guy? I, I I got it. You know, you you grabbed it. The yeah. serpent. Yes, it wasn't. A There's rat- Bible verses about this. It wasn't Paul, a like, rattler. How, do you know? Yes. Okay. What was it? It was well. First of all, I have, I have a good friend who's into snakes. It's uh, Tim Gerlach. He's, oh, okay. he's a oh, snake okay. guy. Okay. And I knew it wasn't a rattler anyway, but I, I took a quick picture of it because he was just kind of hanging out and he was going underneath my truck. And I went, "All right, what's this?" He goes, "Oh, that's a whatever he said. Corn. I, I don't know what he said. Okay. I can't remember." And I said, "I want to know if I grab him, is he going to bite me? I, I know it's not venomous." 
you know, but is he, is he going quick fact? I have to point this out. Thank you for saying venomous and not poisonous. It fucking bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. Venomous means it's a it bites you and you die. Poisonous means you bite it and you die. It dies. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So he goes, yeah, no, it won't. He said, it might make a little, it might act like a little bit. It won't bite you. And I said, all right, cool. So I just got it and it didn't, you know, just slithering around. I'm going, all right, I'm going to put them outside. Well, that's cool. Because they eat, you know, varmints. They eat little No, things. absolutely. Yeah. That, and, I, and I get it, and they're useful and all and that. And it could have been one of those other ones that eats rattlers also. Things, so. that, things that, that, that move like that don't, they, that's no, not, they're, it's they're, unnatural. They're kind of. black magic. I don't kinda, like it. They're kind of creepy. But and it, I'm also not part of Slytherin House, and I don't fucking like it. I'm a Hufflepuff and proud of it. Well, there you go. Poor Paul has no idea what I was I'm just talking not, about. Some Harry, that's Harry Potter stuff. I don't do Harry Potter. Uh, well, you know. Hey, well, I don't do Harry Potter. There probably is a weed named Harry Potter, I bet you anything. Someone has named it. Probably. You're probably, yeah. it's all, because it's all, it has like green hairs on it. It has <laughs> glasses and a star. Anyway. So, um, Chuck's so, beer's really so good. Chuck's beer is fantastic. And we haven't really talked about beer on the show in a while. We just haven't, we've been drinking a lot of vodka around here. Mm. And, uh, oh, State 48. State 48, 48 Brewing in Surprise. And it's right there on uh, Bell Road. And it's honestly, it's worth the drive down there. I hate, hate the valley. I hate everything down there for the most part, other than the craft beer scene and the Oaxacaria that I went to. Now you like the Oaxacaria. But other than that, I, I, I really just don't, I don't like how big it is. I don't like how long it takes to get around. I don't like how spread out everything is. I don't like how every uh, little subdivision looks exactly the same. Which is probably the reason why I don't like where I live because it looks it, it looks like everywhere down there and it's just it's just super annoying to me. But I, I guess maybe I, it's because I'm a country bumpkin and whatever. I probably I, wouldn't mind it so much now. I mean, I haven't been. I've only spent the night one night in Phoenix since I moved here. A couple nights south of or excuse me, north of no, no west of Tucson, there was a glider or sailplane event down there years ago. I went to. So I spent where where was that? Um, Say west of Tucson. I'm pretty sure to the west and north of Tucson, slightly. I don't remember the little town. It's it's near there. That's a glider port. You know, it's a pretty much. A, it's got to be a really really small town. Yes, it, it is. So that doesn't really count. Well, anyway, and then I went, oh I forgot. Then I was I was hired as an expert witness for that trial in uh, Tucson that aviation right, thing. Right, so right, I, I spent right, a couple right. nights down there. Tucson's different though. Tucson is a whole different entity. Yeah. Yes, it's a big city, but it's not. It's you know, it's nowhere near as big as as the Phoenix area. No, uh, but it put it this way: in twenty one miles on I, on like I said, I had to drive on a surface street. It's Grand Avenue. Twenty one miles I had to drive from the hospital all the way out to uh, to to get to Chuck's house. See, that's and not... it was tw- twenty one miles. I went through four different cities. Okay, I'm used to that. There was, um, yeah, I know, yeah, the hot land, like in, thing, a, yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, you, had, if, you, if with no traffic, there were friends of mine that lived literally 40 minutes away, with no traffic, and you'd come, you know, down 75, 285 the loop, you know, do a big chunk of the arc, and then go up 85 up here, and it's like, oh my god, and it's because you have to go home at that point too. You have to, you know, so now it's a 40 yeah. minute drive home, and um, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a pain, but I was used to it you know? yeah i guess you i mean you will get used to it and there are fringe benefits to it you know like what like uh i can't think of any offhand gays yeah the club scenes a hell of a lot better <laughs> no there's benefits to there are obviously there's benefits to living in a big city i just couldn't i don't think i could handle something that big art there was art stuff i, lo- yeah, I like yeah art stuff the music stuff and luckily I loved all that like phoenix is the phoenix area 
is one of those areas where you literally every single night of the week you could find some cool interesting concert to go to yeah. or a you know art show or all sorts of goofy shit that you could do or you could just do the boring go to Applebee's for discount yeah. fucking whatever or a really nice movie theater yeah a really Something nice like movie theater now I remember going to these um, these uh, you could easily find you know some chamber music being played by a college you know they were hot some, college yeah. cellists you probably talked about that before we've definitely too. talked about that sorry yeah. Jasmine we talked about yeah. that on the podcast before. but yeah no it's true because think about uh, we can think about that instrument again and we <laughs> Joe's taking a drink of his beer when I. I'm just that. thinking. Of, I'm. I'm just thinking about. I. I love the sound of the cello anyway. Oh, it's. But then you one add. Of the best. You add. Add, yeah. add. Yeah. You don't even need to be a beautiful woman. Just be confident in your abilities of the cello, and I'm going to take you out for dinner. Yeah, and and uh, after these things, we'd go to uh, you know an art gallery, a new opening, a new artist would have his uh, stuff on display, and it's it's a fun thing to do. Anyway, that now, was. Did you actually? I know you. I know. I, I think I already know the answer to this, but I want people to understand this about you. You actually do kind of know art. You know what looks nice and what doesn't. Because I'm a little rusty a, right you, now. Well, you've been around people that were artists. Yes. Or that are artists. And, yes. and they know. And you, I know you'll never admit to this, but you yourself are an artist with the shit that you do. The shit. That's a quick, Here's that's a great I, way to compliment my friend. No, the, the things that you do planes. with, with, with your, with your flying machines. Yeah. You know what I want to do though? And okay. We, should, we, we talk about what happened last week at, at all. Well, um, and, and I'm going to touch on that a little. We talk about the missile test <laughs> that they did in uh, North Korea. That's not what I'm talking about. No, I mean the, we we did actually record. We had we had one ready to go. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was I, kind I, of a. I think maybe if you guys really really want to hear it, you'll have to let us know because I, I I don't know. It was political. And it Joe was, was I was tired and Joe was sick, sick and, and tired and it was getting late. No 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 no. I wasn't sick and tired. That sounds like I'm pissed off. That's, that's not what I meant. I was yeah. tired and sick, comma and sick. Yeah. So we, we pushed it because we, we kind of fucked up, and we normally record later the prior week, and then we messed up because we of— We decided to do turkey. Thanksgiving, and yeah, all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. we'll just record Tuesday real quick, and you'll edit it, and then throw it up there, and that didn't work. We were well, going to record— didn't, This week didn't work because, because your father was sick, but the last week was— we waited. You know, you, we waited you know. last second. It, it's fine. It's all excuses. Yeah, yeah. Bottom line, it was a garbage fucking episode. It was. It and was some boring. of the talk was there was local stuff. There was about downtown and cleaning up downtown and different bullshit and, and about like how that. and and part of it had to do with art. It, it had did. to had it to do did. with art is uh, is subjective, but yes. in some way, shape, or form, you have to be able to judge it. Not so much on whether and not whether or not it it's uh, worth money. But or whether it should be displayed publicly and use public funds to purchase it, and it's very, it's always subjective, and that's the problem. And and right now, the town's going through some stuff with that, and I don't even want to get into that right now. But what I was going to say is this: is that I would love to be able to back to art because I know I can handle my equipment. <laughs> what equipment is that? <laughs> Paul. Particularly a couple different spe specific angle grinders, what they are for moving material and doing sculpting and that kind of stuff. I would, I would, if I could just flip the switch, which I could, I could flip the switch, Joe. Okay. Any moment. We all want you to. <laughs> Can you please do that? And I could just get rid of working on toy airplanes. You know, it's just a fad anyway. I know. Fly, flying is not. Flying's never going to catch on. It's not commercially feasible. Nobody would ever. Never going to catch on. Want it. Eventually, airplanes are just going to get. They're going to get so big that they'll just fall out of the sky and I, kill everybody. I think it's work of the devil anyway. It is black magic. It. It's like they're serpents. They don't belong in the air. There's a reason why serpents are drawn to your uh, your facility. Here. Yeah. 
because of all the aircraft, because of black magic. Exactly. Slytherin house. I should listen. I should pay attention to nature and what's going on around me like that, because I would not be doing this. If you, I were just... you, you really should be, but fucking no. No. I should follow the river or let the river take me to some place as opposed to fighting the river. Oh, what, what book is that? We've talked about that. What, what, oh, what, that would be uh, uh, Richard uh, Bach. Uh, um, fuck. You're suggestively stroking your mic stand right now. Oh, I, I am. I'm kind of and I'm a little, I'm a little freaked out oh. by it. Like I'm, I'm half freaked out, but I felt it move, so I'm okay with it. Okay, so Richard Bach is a was a pilot. He's is he still alive? We looked him up. I, think. I don't know if he's anyway, still alive or not. And he wrote one of his biggest things that people probably recognize is John Livingston Siegel. That was one of his big things. Kind of a, kind of this weird esoteric, kind of, kind of a on acid kind of book and movie. It's very made. much, very much like Tom Robbins. Yeah, and um. This one book is a collection of short stories, I believe. No, it's not a collection of short stories. It's uh, And I met him, and he signed a couple things, and I'm not sure we spoke about that before. But anyway, and Joe is looking up now to get – he wrote about maybe 10, 15 books. Still, still alive. Okay. Nine. I met him, and he, he actually uh, signed a couple and, and drew a couple. Illusions. Yeah, that's it. Reluctant Illusions. Adventures of a Reluctant, Reluctant Messiah. Messiah. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, part of the deal was um, there's a whole little novel. It's not very long uh, that that covers, but in the beginning of it, there's a story that's told about kind of philosophy and life in general and how to look at things and how we should all be and we should all really listen to it a little more. And I should read that book and just do something different, I think. <laughs> that's my point. Anyway, part of the thing, yeah, you should just let the river take you sometimes and not fight it and just, you know, because certainly in the philosophy is certainly the river must know where it's going. It's been doing this for thousands of years. It must be okay. It, and it, it that, the whole, it, it, the whole concept, if you take it as just a whole, just one concept is like, oh, well, you know, there's don't go, you know, go with the flow. Sometimes it's better to go with the flow right? or learn how to use the flow or uh, you could also take it like you just said. Um, the river's been doing this for far longer than you've been trying to go against right. it. Why? And, maybe you should pay attention to it. And long after you're gone, it's going to be. Yep, and it'll still, still be doing still that. There. So there's so many different layers to that one uh, kind of. Yeah. It's not soliloquy, but what, what the fuck? What, what the fuck uh, uh, like um, a, like a, um, I don't remember what that word is. I like to read good. Oratory. Uh, Fucking soliloquy. shit. <laughs> so bad. Anyway, I would like to, I would like to create a big piece of art. Okay. And I have the facility to do it, and I have the tools to do it. The question is, and I haven't done this in a while because I've had different art courses over the years. Not nothing recently, um, nothing lately, nothing recently. Is that right? Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Recently, yeah. nothing in recent and, memory. Uh, I would, I, I would like to. We talked about that. What would it be? And I don't, I don't want to get into the different details of what it could. But I would like to. I would like to just do that. Be done with some work and maybe just say, I'm not going to work on anything for a couple months. I'm just going to create a big hunk of art. And then what would I do with it? That's the question. You know, I can't just have it sitting in this hangar occupying half the fucking hangar. And then how do you deliver it? And then what do you do with it? Do you sell it? Well, you could use your flatbed trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. The backstory on that is. No. Nope. All right, Paul's just going to get worked up. It's so, o- his so flatbed cu- trailer is currently occupied. It's been occupied for many months, and the customer owes me a chunk of money. Coming up on a year there, Mr. Paul. And it's just the airplane is sitting on it, and it's the first time this has happened in my entire career working on aircraft. It's, this has been. I'm surprised you haven't just dumped it off, but it's too valuable. I get yeah, it. I get it. Yeah. Anyway. So um, that would be nice to be able to. So the question is this. I know I can handle 
all these tools that I use because I've been doing it yeah, for, for of course. literally decades. So I, I can do exactly with it. But the question is, do I have, can I develop in a reasonable amount of time uh, the skills to see or imagine or to sketch or to do uh, a model of? And a lot of big sculptor, uh, sculptors, sculpt, sculptions, sculptions. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should try painting first. Sculptions. Because if you can't use the word, what sculptions. Is a, what is a, what is a, we're not going to call it a statue. Are we talking it? about a term for a person who sculpts? No, 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 or no. Or a sculpt? The object. Like if I sculpted this, that's not a sculpture. That is a sculpture. <laughs> sculpture. That is a sculpture. Sculpture. Yes. Why, why the fuck did I, why didn't I say that? I don't know, but I'm afraid of the art you're going to produce. I think it's going to be very dark. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm worried so about it. So a lot of famous sculptors, sculptors, sculpt, sculptions. What? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a southern gentleman. <laughs> Well, my my lord, there, Molly. Look at the sculpture on that guy. The sculpture. His, his, his the sculpture. This. Look at the sculpture lines. They're very defined. Yes. So sir. if you have a, if you're gonna <laughs> sculpture, sculpture is a new word, folks. Look, you heard it look, here first. T i o n is a noun. So that's it. Sculpture. Yeah, except sculpture comes from. Can't say sculption because it's, it's fucking French. I'm fairly certain it's French. You can't just add T I O N. I just word. did. How do new words get made? Oh my god! Well, this is America. This is what we do. We create new words like sculption and Obama. <laughs> so what I'm saying Anyhow. is this: if I were to do, if I were to do, if I were to say I want to do a um, uh, an eagle, which I don't. <laughs> just letting you know. I want you to make an eagle. There's made a out of carbon really, fiber. There's a fantastic bronze, fucking fantastic eagle, I believe, at the uh, Valley Airport, V-A-L-E. That's the little airport that's between uh, Williams and the Grand Canyon. Yes. And I believe there's a fantastic bronze. Oh, it's fucking wonderful. The source. Yeah, you got, I bet you. Uh, I bet you could look that up. The uh, the sculpture at <laughs> <laughs> the bronze sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> at the Valley Airport, it's outside. It's why huge. do you people say Valley? Why do you say Valley when it's Valle? It's not fucking. It's not Valley Vista either. How do you? Sorry, it's V A L L. It's V A L L E. Two L's in Spanish How is do you, a Y. Valle? No, Valle. Val Valle. 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 Okay. I don't know. Valle. Valle Vista. It's like uh, it's like um, Aeropuerto a Valle. Yeah, what's the, uh, the, there's also another airport down south of Phoenix that's, uh, I'll remember. Casa that. Grande. No, yeah, yes. Oro Valley. Yeah, forget it. South of Tucson? No, it's it's southeast of Phoenix, and it's a, it's a, uh, with Once. two L's, uh, like, like Camarillo. You'd say Camarillo, Camarillo. not. Not Camarillo. Not, right, yeah. right. So I understand. So they've got this large uh, sculpture. 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 <laughs> Big fucking, it's, it's one of the most dramatic, cool-looking badass. I went, I want that. What is it? It's an eagle. Oh, it's an eagle. Another eagle. It's a, yeah, but it's a huge, it is so, it's done so well, the detail. I went, well, I'm going to come up here and steal that. And now, as it turns out, the people have kind of left, the museum left there. I wonder if they took that thing with them. It's outside of the museum. Um, like a Jerry Maguire. I'm taking this thing with me. Who's coming yeah, who's with coming me? who's coming with me, yeah. And then, he'd, and then he'd just drag along this giant bronze eagle. Right. I like that idea. But what I thought to myself was I can't do anything flying because that's just, that's just too, you know. Dumb? <laughs> not, not pass a. Too, it's a too, fad. Uh, too, yeah, too. Uh, it's too obvious that you yeah, would do something like that. There's another word, too. Oh, my God, after this half a beer. Generic. Gene you know, like, uh, like uh, too not pass a, too, too uh, trite. 
cliche. It's cliche. The, it, it would cliche. be it's, it would be the the opposite of avant garde. Yes. I don't know what the opposite of avant garde is, right. but it would be it, it would be that it would just be plain. It would be like the uh, the chilies. Yes. <laughs> the chilies of sculptions. <laughs> sculptions. <laughs> so, so what I don't want to do is uh, is anything aviation oriented or because I work on flying sculptures anyway. To me, these are you fucking sound like Lloyd Dobler in um, oh god, say anything. He goes, I don't want to buy or sell anything. I don't want to buy or sell anything uh, bought, sold, or da, da. I don't want to create anything that was sold, bought, or like he just goes down this like three minute rant of the things that he wants, <laughs> like the job that he's going to have after high school. Cause he has no fucking idea what he wants he's to just do. Just all over the place. Just he's like, I don't want to trade, buy or sell anything. I don't want to buy or sell anything that's been traded. I don't want to trade anything that's been ever bought. bought or sold. I don't want to buy anything that's been traded or sold. He just goes on this rant. And the guy, it's funny cause it's the guy that played Martin Crane on Frasier. Oh, okay. uh, 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 Mahoney, John John Mahoney, something like that. I don't know. He he he's just he's the dad of the girl that Lloyd Dobler's trying to woo, and he's just sitting there like, well, I don't do any of those things. But I take care of old people. He goes, yeah, I don't want to take care of old people either. And then they just move on the conversation. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, I don't want to do anything. No, nothing aviation. I'll do themed, something else. Chili themed. Maybe do a cartoon casual. Something. Yeah. Podcast. It's a great big. Thing. Something it's like just a, I'm take six just months. giant headphones wearing no yeah. pants. And then I'll have a big party out here. I'll have this big unveiling. I'll have this huge sheet over it. And I'll invite all the friends to come out and everything like that. And all this music and lights. And we get we get Jeremiah Green to DJ it. And, boom, and then we'll just rip the sh- or pull the sheet off. It'll be a big set of microphones. Like I said, a headset. A headset. Like a headphone. Or something. Or they, like head- your head and my head. Jesus. <laughs> hey, what if you did a nude sculpture of me? <laughs> Nobody would be expecting that. that. Would be it funny. would be pretty avant-garde. Yeah, it would be. But in the pose of like Michelangelo's David or the Thinker or something like that. Uh, but that would like, be that would be fantastic. I, I, I <laughs> okay. But here, here's the th- here's the truth. Hey, that reminds me. Yeah. When we recorded something a while back, you kept saying Rodan. You said Rodan's David. What, it was wrong. Rodan's a thinker. Uh, Rodan is the thinker, right? Yes. You, but you said David, and I was I like, did. fuck that. I, I, was I wrong thought that was Michelangelo. That. <laughs> you were questioning yourself. Well, because Rodan was straight. Yes. And Michelangelo was gay as a day in May. And I'm thinking, that makes more sense. It was my, my, if I, have I fucking yeah. thought wrong all these years? And then I looked up later on, and I'm it's like, Rodan the thinker, God you know. damn it, Paul. Anyway. I, I think the thinker may be a better piece than uh, David. Maybe. Yeah, well, you know, it's cool. You're getting wrong in your old age, but have like, a throwdown between <laughs> in the ring tonight, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Rodan, Rodan versus Michelangelo, <laughs> a battle of titans of industry <laughs> and chiseling, chiseling concrete, concrete. God damn it, marble chiseled mayhem. Yeah. That would be marble mayhem. Marble mayhem. Marble mayhem would be like the monster. Marble sh- mayhem Monday. Monday marble Mondays. Oh my God! You pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! We need a morning show where we can cuss. <laughs> you only need the edge. I I would love to just do that voice all the time. Hey, yeah. Paul, we're back on Cartoon Casual Podcast. How are you doing? How was your weekend? Doing Happy pretty Monday. good. Doing pretty good. Mowed my lawn on Sunday. Oh, you did. I yeah, love mowing the lawn. Cut the grass. I sometimes I like to mow the wife's lawn. Honka honka. Like this <laughs> just all those stupid tardy things we can have on this. Side. Fucking awful. Morning oh. shows are the worst, and yeah. I I don't want to do that. Go off on that rant like um, uh, Mark Hoppus Feynman, Mark Garagos, Mark 
Marin. Oh, Mark Marin. <laughs> that what episode of his show where he he he's, he his TV show you know was on IFC. He goes he has to go into a uh, a studio to promote, and he's trying to tell his agent nobody nobody promotes on FM radio anymore. Oh come on, you got to do it. You know his morning show. He's like, I fucking hate drive morning drive time shows. They're they're fucking terrible. They are. <laughs> So he goes in there, and then they start they they start poking fun at him for hosting a podcast. He goes, "Yeah, well, I I pulled in almost three million dollars last year from uh, you know my stupid podcast in my stupid garage. <laughs> how are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know. yeah. How about this? You're in a, you're basically people on horseback, and I'm in a car. Why don't you shut the fuck up?" And does it? And he gets an FCC complaint. Anyway, it was funny. It is funny. It's funny. But I love to have a morning show. I think that would be great. We should uh, we know. should try and do an everyday show. I'll have to talk to you about uh, when we have a break about uh, about uh, a couple things, actually. Can we just talk about in the shower? Because you said you were going to take a I'm shower. I'm going to take a shower break. during break. I'm going to quickly take a shower because I smell. I really... I don't... I, I can't I can't smell you from I can, here. So I can smell me from here. Uh, when I, and my, my, my uh, sniffer has gotten better, so I'm going to brag a little bit. Oh, okay. Wait. But hold on a second. I'll finish oh, our oh, talk yeah, in a art, second. Art, art, so sorry. what you do normally, if you're going to seriously do a, a serious piece, you shouldn't just get a whatever you're going to make it out of and just start doing it unless it's totally fucking abstract. Nah, it doesn't really matter if it looks like this or that. It's really. in the moment kind of yeah. thrown together abstract stuff. Like, so what you yeah. do, like they did for the for the uh, uh, Mount Rushmore, like a lot they of people do. do models. Yeah, you do, do little, to do a study. And so yeah, it doesn't, uh, the nose doesn't look quite, let's a do small the, sculpture. Right, and it's small sculpture. And so you can look at it at all angles and check out lighting, all this kind of stuff and really dial it in and go, yep, that's what we're going to do. And then they scale it up. You know, they, it's to use math and measurements and things and, you know. Oh, you lost me at math. Do you know how they did that off the off the big one off to make the big one, the big one, the the full size uh, uh, Mount, Rushmore. Mount Rushmore one? Is they uh, people have been there before? They have probably seen how they've done this, and I haven't been there, but I know how they do this because I've the, never been there. The same now. guy that did Mount Rushmore did the Stone Mountain racist one on Stone Mountain. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't remember his name now, but uh, um, yeah, I think that was the last. Did he do that one afterwards? I'm he sure does he this did. weird. I, that now that I think about it, that's a weird mixture. One would think that's a strange thing. We have the. The really racist was it, is it who, who's on the one in uh, in, in Stone Mountain? Was oh, we've got Robert uh, E. Lee. Oh, <laughs> and and and, uh, and the president would be uh, the president of um, the southern southern states of oh my gosh I should know this yeah you should consider uh, you're uh, a uh, fucking uh, member of the Confederacy <laughs> oh god uh, fucking shit in this not thing. not something Jackson. Um, Jackson, Jefferson Davis. There we go. I'm sure it's Jefferson. I think he's I was going to give you three more seconds before I okay. helped you. So Jefferson yeah, Davis. And there's is there somebody else? I think there's. we should know this too. The three people. But here's what's interesting. They, they, they do a stone mount. I don't think they still do this or not. They do a laser laser, laser show. I, I think against, they still do. They stopped for a while during the whole uh, Confederate monument, like yeah. hubbub and shit that was going on over the past, you know, year to year and a half yeah i think they stopped doing it to draw you know to draw attention to, to, to rather to so as to not draw attention so they do this fantastic really cool show and fireworks and then the big crescendo at the end is they outline with laser light they outline the the uh the sculpture <laughs> the 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 characters and the horses on there and that's actually not a sculpture that is a bar relief like a relief yes yeah it's a huge <laughs> it, it's a Sometimes I'm too fucking smart for my own. I good. know. Like, it's like it I just came a, to me. I'm like, no. Wait. I knew it was a style of relief, and then you had the word. I'm going, God damn it! I remember hearing that. That would be going, bas relief. B a s. So they have relief. Elvis Presley singing basically his version of Dixie, which is real slow. They have a live, you know, but it's really slow. You know, his truth is march. His truth is marching on. You know, and then the, how does the song? How does it, how does it start? How, I don't really. It's real slow. 
No, 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 the Dixie. Like, what's the first? I mean, the real the first Dixie one? Yeah. song. Uh, Wish I was in the land of cotton. Old times they're, they're not forgotten. forgotten. Look, look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. Dixie now he doesn't quite sing it like that when the king does it. The king, the king, <laughs> the paper. I hate it when people call Elvis, Elvis Presley. Presley. The king. I know hey, you do. That's why I did he, it. I, thank you. It's not. I shouldn't call. I should, he's not the king. He, if anything, <laughs> I mean. He appropriated a lot of shit. He stole right. a lot of shit. Almost right. as much shit as Led Zeppelin stole. Right. Now. From black music. But you're going to love this. And you're going to hate, and you're gonna hate this. And I just wonder if they still do this because of the environment. I don't know. So now now they're all the Lizer the Lizer the Lizer show is going on. Is what's going on. The Lizer show. <laughs> just li- Liza's just like yeah. firing lasers out of her eyes. <laughs> that sucks driving to Georgia so every they're week. Out, so they're outlining, out, outlining all, the, all the horses and the characters on there in laser light against Stone Mountain Rock and uh, other stuff's going on in, in Elvis Presley. It's a pretty good sound system, actually. It's all over the freaking area. And he's singing um, uh, Dixie in his... <laughs> He's fat. Am I painting a good picture for you? This here? is fucking awful. Yeah. It's, and they, this sounds and then, like the worst time and ever. They, you know, the song kind of builds up the way. Can you, you ever heard Elvis Presley's Dixie? No, man, I haven't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and for all you people wondering, when we go to break, yo, I'm not. Why fucking, haven't you heard Elvis Presley's Dixie? I don't know, man, because I I grew up in Ohio because I fucking I didn't learn to read uh, remedially. Like I don't fucking okay. I don't I didn't grow up in the goddamn Promise South. Promise me during the break. Oh, we're gonna we will look to at it. it. We'll look on the iPad. And I guarantee it's a live version that they that they play there, and he's sweating in his stuff, and he's you know he's really oh god, was his, it what he was wearing the leather jumpsuit? Yes. Oh like yeah, that, that live that one, one of the, yeah. like his last probably in live Hawaii it was or where maybe it was no, it was in, in the round. It was a theater in the round. He was like <laughs> yeah, that yeah that, yeah yeah. Okay, so so the song is kind of building up slowly, and then slowly what happens with the outlined? They start coming to life. And the horses start moving, and you know, because because the laser it can be right. dynamic that way. And then, and all, and all of a sudden, General Lee takes off his hat and whoop, and the horse rears up, and laser lights, and the Confederate flag is oh, for fuck's it, I'm sake! I'm not kidding. They have an outline of the Confederate flag, and it's waving, and this truth is marching on, and boo, and there they go, and like the South will rise again. Mike oh. would love this. Uh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Now, isn't this the same monument that you were at in your youth, where they, where the the Klan was passing out? Yes, it pamphlets. was very very near yeah. that, where they were in some yeah. intersections. They were actually, and and Alice, my stepmother, she said, "What do we?" You know, my father kind of wanted one because he he didn't want one. To <laughs> He's do. like, you know, the Klan makes some really good points. I'm just I'm just saying, there's not a lot of black pilots. And they make really good brownies. We've heard of we heard of. Oh God, the, <laughs> I don't remember if we ever published that episode. Was that on the long one? I think that is the long one. It, or was it? Oh, it had God. to be an early, it, no, early it one. No, it is the long one. It's over the, I don't want to talk about it because that one might be published while I'm the, gone. The KKK bake sale we talked the about. The KKK bake sale. <laughs> that was one of the better concepts we oh, came up. God damn it! It's so bad. Like I kind of want to have a KKK bake sale in front of Walmart just to see how many people in Kingman would contribute to like, oh, well, I heard the Grand Dragon had a stroke. I'm like, yeah. We, he, <laughs> we might he's make in a hospital. lot. He might make a lot of money, Joe. We might. And then just donate it to the, oh. I don't know, like something is so exceedingly black, it wouldn't even be funny. Like the the Black Panther Party of Phoenix, because you or, know that they need money. Or art in public places. We could. <laughs> yeah. I'd donate $20 and maybe buy something made out of welded up parts of fucking steel that'll just cut some kid. Um, oh my God, I said it. Yeah, Sorry. Anyway, um, uh, so there's that's the that's it. So everybody in the South, not a lot of black people really attended those uh, laser light. I shows. mean, not not by choice. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, and that's oh also that that's where the modern you know they had the the KKK started a long time ago, but then they kind of went away, and I believe. Oh, I think that's the third person is uh, Nathaniel Bedford Forrest or whatever that fucking started you might, the might KKK. Have to look, about to look that up during the break to yep. see who was on the who was on the uh, on the on the rock, and then I think the modern version, let's say modern, KKK was formed in Stone Mountain. Oh great, right, right near there. Just a just a bunch of assholes sitting around going. You know what the South needs? More racism. <laughs> That's what we need. Yes. Jesus Christ. And I think that it, was again, that wasn't part of the response. That's when all these statues went up and things like that. Of the because that was we can talk about that when we come back. Because I actually did some research on that. Because I, I watched like a seven or eight minute long video. Well, that'll be very on thorough. YouTube. YouTube. Well, no, it, it, but it was hey cocksucker. No, it wasn't very thorough. Okay. But it, it said at the end of the video there were links to do your own research to read up on on more, and I I did. And I when also statues showed up and things like that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, those statues didn't show up until about fifty years after. Okay. The uh, the 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 Confederate states, you know, lost. Yes. Um. And uh, yeah, it was it was the daughters of the daughters of the Confederacy. I think is what they're called. Something I'm like sure. that. Doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We could go ahead and take a break. And well, we, can, we should uh, take a break because you stank. We can research the. Uh, and I'm going to listen to that version. Who's of on the rock? And I'm going to find it here. You find it. Who's on the rock? I will. And then uh, and I'll find the Elvis Presley Dixie oh, song live. I, I will find it on the other computer while you shower. Okay. All right. All right so All we'll right. be right back. Listen right. to some music. But I implore you to listen to the whole thing because it just builds, Joe. And you're going to be a member of the South when this is done. You're going to just want to wave the uh, Confederate yeah, flag, stars uh, and bars. Nope. Probably it's not, not really the thing, yeah. It's a battle flag. Yeah. But anyway. Know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, battle flag that. of the losers, by the way. Yeah. All right, listen to music. Oh, black water. 
I think Paul's getting sick and tired of me going off about uh, local politics and corruption. Oh wait, no, <laughs> that was no, that's that was me, me getting sick of that. <laughs> did you did you enjoy the uh, Stone Mountain history? I, of Stone Mountain? I I enjoyed the history of Stone Mountain. I started to go down a rabbit hole while you were uh, shitting and showering and shaving. Mm-hmm. I didn't see. I didn't shave. Didn't shave. Yeah. He's not your face. Nope. And uh, come to find out that Gutson Borglum, who is the gentleman responsible, Tenzig Norgay, not Tenzig Norgay. Oh. Who was one of the greatest unsung heroes, at least until about the early 80s when he finally found out. They're like, oh, oh, Tenzing Norgay, who's kind of a big deal, summoning Everest. Anyway, that was awesome. That was awesome. This beer's that good, though. We're still enjoying this mosaic IPA. Yeah, you know what? I, I brush my teeth in the shower. Ooh, how's that working out? And no, it, it, but was it, okay? it really kind of it made the whole uh, it changed the whole it changed the perspective on it. Well, <laughs> it well, wasn't bad actually. No, I'm surprised with what with all the um, citrus notes in it from Mosaic just imparts tons of grapefruit, orange, tangerine, all sorts of. God, but so so good anyway. Borglum was involved. Borglum Borglum was involved. So we found out yeah. this. Borglum was in, was was barely involved. Again, to recap, the guy that did uh, uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, the guy that the guy that did Mount Rushmore. He also did a handful of other statues. Of um, yeah. One that I've come to find was in uh, that I've actually seen is in Mar- uh, Marietta, Ohio. About the west, it has to do with the westward expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so and you found out that it was the largest Borglum, relief. The largest it is the lar- it is the largest bas relief sculpture sculpture in the world. <laughs> In the world, we're gonna make that happen. Hashtag sculpture. I kind of want to go and visit it, uh, ba- just because of all the controversy surrounding it, and then kind of how disgusted I am with how it was built. But anyway, or how it was uh, sculpted, sculptionized, how it was sculptionized, <laughs> sculptioned. Um, but uh, it it is the largest bas relief sculpture in the world, and it it's one point five seven acres. Yeah. Imagine a painting made out of rock. That's one and a half acres. Yeah, it's that's big. bigger than a fucking football field. That's insane, and it's up on this giant mountain. It's big. It's it's not even really a mountain. It's just a, it's a giant rock. It's supposed to be. Um, also, speaking of the largest, it's supposed to be the. There's a term for an exposed piece of rock that's just coming out of the ground. Megalith. Monolith. Megalith. Megalith. Not monolith. Me. Monolith. Megalith. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not a mo- monolith is a, it's a sculpted thing. No, monolith <laughs> is not a sculpted thing. Okay. One lith. Monolith. One, thank you. One rock. It means one rock. It's <laughs> right. all one rock. Right. But a, a megalith is a giant monolith. Megalith would be like uh, Ayers Rock, also known as Uluru, which we have talked about on this. We have. But, uh, I, but, but that, like in Australia. Like but it, I think the, the term is different for some reason. I, you're correct, but I think I know. There's, there's another term. That get, it's the largest one of those, like in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. 
of I think the I did, Western I, Hemisphere. I did, it is one of the Western Hemisphere. There's, did you? <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> well, with sculption. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, I googled sculption. It's like, did you did you mean sculpt? <laughs> did you mean sculpture? Like, no. Thanks, thanks Google. Thanks, Google. That's exactly. I think that's what he meant. Anyway, it said we heard you discussing this. Yeah, because they have. Yeah, they're watching us now. They are. They're listening. Yeah, they're, they're always watching. listening. So yeah. So you welcome back to Doctor Fraser Crane. I'm listening. I've been rewatching Fraser. It's bad. It's bad because I find myself becoming more and more like Fraser. But I'm sitting there in my easy chair that is kind of old and crusty and falling apart. And so I'm like equal parts Fraser and Martin Crane. But it's still anyway, funny. I haven't watched it in years. You said it's still funny. It's though, still right? fucking funny. All right, good. It's one of those things where eh, you know some of the technology, like Niles having his his, his gigantic flip phone mm-hmm. and answering stuff. But other than that, like it, it in in the styles, other the styles and the technology, for the most part, it holds up, and it's still really really funny. It's 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 pretty smart humor, okay. which is why I never liked it when I was a teenager because I didn't get it. And now that I'm an old snob, you know, it makes sense. So anyway, back up. to Mr. Borglum. Mr. History. Mr. First of all, so, you watched the Stone Mountain, I watched uh, the, the laser light show rendition on the... Yeah, uh, and I, I, it was crazy. I mean, I put my KKK hood on and took my pants off. Yeah. That's how good it was. Oh, it kind of gets you all riled it, up. It got me all riled up, and I'm like, wow, you know what, God, fucking, fuck. now I'm going to, instead of the Civil War, I'm going to call it the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> As well, it should be, white power. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. That is all sarcasm. Anyway... Uh yeah, watch the Elvis tribute thing. Dixie all, live like, portion geez, of the. Dixie. It's a long. Yeah, it's a. It is long, and you can tell that they kind of tacked on at the end, like the uh uh. It, it's uh Jefferson Davis, uh, Stonewall Jackson, Stonewall Jackson, and uh, uh Robert E. Lee. Yeah, and you can tell that at the end of the whole laser light show thing that they they tacked on where they break their swords. Yes, because I feel like that was not an original intent. And when people want to say, oh, no, it's about heritage, not hate. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, let's talk about who one of the major funding, like the, the, how, how that thing got funded. Um, we learned it, all this. It, just it, now, we just yeah. learned this. The KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. Paid for the majority of that to be done. That's not cheap either. One of the No, no, not at all. One of the main supporters, one of the ladies who got it done and, and was a big proponent of monuments uh, of uh, Confederate history or their version of confederate history is a woman with the last name of, or woman with the name of helen plain helen plain was the the president and big you know proponent of the uh, united daughters of the confederacy udc which i've talked about before yes they're terrible they changed history they changed history books throughout the south they wanted to make sure that the 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 south was not painted as a bunch of uh, traitorous assholes and uh, they did so because there's still a bunch of people that think that that think that the South that the South was r- relatively innocent during the Civil War. They're huge proponents of the idea that the Civil War was fought uh, not so much about slavery and racism and controlling that, but about states' rights and how it was about preserving the Southern way of life and so on and so forth. Which, if you do proper research on the UDC, they are that is absolute fucking horseshit. It was it was and we quoted her. Remember the Wikipedia article for uh, yes, Stone Mountain. There was. Because they were trying to stop the showing they didn't want the the, the, the he he was approached Bor, Borglum Gutzon Borglum the, the 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 guy who did not finish he he chiseled a little bit he made one part of the relief was uh, the head of Robert E Lee and just to show progress they showed it was nineteen I think it was nineteen twenty three 
they did uh, it was the Jan- January something 1923 is the, it was Robert E Lee's birthday and they did an unveiling of the first part of the sculpture to show that he was actually making progress on it and uh, showed it off and they're like oh that's great and at that point that's when the KKK said hey we're funding this uh, we would really like it if you did a uh, uh, yeah, what are a, they a, 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 like a, a shrine a shrine to the Ku Klux Klan that's and, yeah, and they wanted, yeah they wanted something else on the on the rock actually a yeah. shrine like underneath the rock like, yeah, okay uh, yeah yeah. And, and and something that people could visit and, and all that stuff. And he was like, hey, he was like, I don't, I don't, okay, fine, I guess. Like, and I then he started that. researching or learning about the true history of the KKK. Within the next year, over the next year or so, he found out that he didn't like the KKK. Uh, the Helen Plain, the lady from the United Daughters, Daughters of the Confederacy, actually was quoted as saying, we would really appreciate, I'm paraphrasing this, but she was quoted as saying, the KKK is, is responsible for keeping the uh, uh, for keeping the South from becoming overrun with Negroes and controlled by Negroes, and yeah. single handedly kept uh, Negro single handedly kept the Negroes and uh, carpetbaggers and that's out what they of the wanted South. to have this shrine they wanted to and they wanted to have a shrine to the you know. you know the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan, and at that point that's when I'm like God damn I wonder if this guy this guy was a Polish immigrant Gutzon Borglum is not exactly fucking you know it's not exactly George Washington when it comes to very no. you know American sounding names. And come to find out that he ended up, he said, no, nah, I'm I, okay. I don't like, I don't like this. I don't like being told, dictated to. I have a sculpt, sculpture, a sculptionist. <laughs> and uh, he said, fuck off. And he left and he never returned to Georgia. In fact, he said he never, ever wanted to go to the South ever again. That's, wow. that's straight from. No, I didn't Wikipedia see that. Page. I was in the shower at that time. And, and then he went and uh, finished uh, and started and finished on uh, uh, Mount Rushmore. The, um, it, it was it was pretty fucking phenomenal to find that out. I always kind of assumed that it was just some giant asshole who was like, "Yeah, let's do a let's do a monument to like three of the biggest monsters of the Confederacy." The um, but they never, I guess they never really end up doing that shrine probably at the base of it, or maybe they did at some point. They there is no it. no, there's no shrine. So uh, that did never it was, happen. It said unre- the uh, that they had pushed for an unrealized shrine to the Ku Klux Klan. Okay. So I assume that, you know, that if that article is 100% accurate, that they never did uh, make one. So gotcha. I don't know. Um, but the show itself is, like I said, I've been there several times. The laser light ago. show definitely is definitely done well. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's like crazy. watching a, a really, it was like the, if you took, a uh, Roger Waters concert and mixed it with a Klan rally. That's kind of what it looked like. <laughs> yes, and and that I'm sorry, but that is not the best version of Dixie. And I'm I didn't still say it was the best version. No, of no, Dixie. no, no, no. God damn it! There were the whole whole bunches of commenters on the several YouTube videos. Were like, this is the best version. Oh. Hell yeah, white power. <laughs> it, it, like that's not any anything that Elvis Presley does it's not the best version of any song ever i'm sorry i fucking said it and i, I don't the think the man's vibrato is shit he never was that good of a singer he's not a good songwriter at all and well all no this, he was never considered a writer he was just a belter out you you have no idea how many elvis presley fans are out there that think that he wrote his own music oh shit no it's hilarious i don't think he wrote anything did he i, maybe I, I don't a, i don't know I, maybe a it's a hard to, tune well it's hard to wade through it because back then you didn't have a lot of uh, writers getting credit Okay, so it's it could say you know uh, performance by and they mm-hmm. didn't have to credit the writers until uh, God I think it was like the mid to late seventies, you know about the time he died on the shitter. But anyway, uh, I just personally don't like I just I, I, just, I just don't like him I I, I don't know and he's yeah. just not he's just fucking not that good. So but there were, he made po- songs popular that I absolutely love 
absolutely love. They're just done better by somebody else. Like, like uh, in the ghetto. In the ghetto. I've in the ghetto. Hell, uh, yeah, Cartman did it better on South Park. <laughs> he did in the ghetto. <laughs> Uh, what about UB40? They did uh, Fools Rush In. Yeah, Fool, is that, is that the name of the song? Is Fools oh, Rush it's, In? It's called Fools Rush you know, In. No, it, the, UB40 did a better fucking version on the Sliver soundtrack, I, I which is a I've, huge hit for them. I don't think I've heard the uh, that are, version are of... You, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Think oh, so. man. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm excited. I, I bet you have heard it. Did you ever see the movie Sliver? Super sexy movie. Uh, I guess I probably one of the, did. I just don't remember it, I One guess. of the Baldwins and yeah. uh, Sharon Stone, Tom Barringer. Yeah, I just don't, I guess I don't remember it for some reason. I never, was it, was it popular on the radio, Joe, the radio? It was a number one hit for probably six weeks or more. Like, I remember, because I was still listening to a lot oh, of Top 40 shit, shit when I was, I was, because it came out in, uh see, Sliver came out in 94, maybe, so I was 13. I was still kind of, I was still listening to a lot of Top 40 shit, so I... Like, I remember it. And then I remember going to my mom and going, okay, you have to understand the first two CDs that I ever owned, I got in my stocking at Christmas when I was like seven or eight years old, was UB40's Labor of Love, which has a red, red wine on it, Mm -hmm. and Bob Marley and the Whalers' uh, Legend, like the greatest hits. Nice. Yeah, those are the first two CDs I ever got. So, like, I I was a UB40 fan for a long time, and then they came out. Uh, with this one cover song that ended up being a huge hit. And I went to my mom, I was like, have you heard this? And she goes, oh, yeah, it's an Elvis Presley song. I'm like, what? So then somehow, I, I don't even remember how we played it. Like, she might have had it on record or like a 45 or something. And when she played it, I'm like, this is not good. The other version is <laughs> way better with the synthesizers and the loud drums. It's just better. I don't know. It's just, fucking Elvis Presley, whatever. Um, anyway, I, I'm so not, there's okay. a yeah, the history yeah. of the uh, see the Stone Mountain thing, thing kind of blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. So now what I what did I say? Uh, my idea is I kind of want to put together. I, I I would love to just fuck with all those people down there. Oh, and yeah. do like the like the complete 180 from that is uh, have a, a really cheap shitty laser light show and maybe just like maybe just light gasoline on fire and just and do like a. Some kind of a, like a, a northern thing. Some kind, not a northern, not necessarily a northern thing, oh, but just something yeah, with you, Sher- yeah, you want General Sherman going Sherman, through and yeah. pre- like a like pretending to burn everything down and just you know God, take they, care. There, of business. there were I actually heard people when I was uh, there years ago. There were still people that were talking about and pissed off. Seriously, when Sherman came marching through and was just setting everything on fire. They were mad. Well, yeah, maybe they still, should have fought harder. <laughs> they just there's no way they were going to win against the North. They're just it wasn't going to happen. Obviously, no. this was not going to happen. Uh, Years of inbreeding, dude. Yeah, that's what happens. No, no, no. no. That, the, the, you had. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I've I've heard people hash and rehash this over and over and over again. And, but it, but the bottom line was you had more numbers. Yes, because you had tons and tons and tons of immigrants still rolling in as you saw in uh and industry uh, and in, you had industry you had industry in the south too you just yeah, didn't have the sheer you just yeah. didn't have the sheer bodies and numbers to throw at it yeah you also had people that were hyper motivated with the promise of uh you know three hots in a cot their own clothes and all they had to do was fight for the country that was just now taking them in because they're immigrants well hell yes they're going to do it sure and you didn't have a lot of immigrants coming into the south you just you no. just didn't those, those, because uh, most of your immigrants at that time were coming from Ireland, Scotland, England, Wales, 
uh, I want to say I heard there's some Spanish and Portuguese immigrants were coming through from about 1855 to about 1870. Uh, that's where that's predominantly where they were coming from. They're not going to go south because it's going to take an extra month to get there. So they're going to go directly to uh, Boston, they're just New gonna York, stay right there, yeah. Jersey. And um, which is why there's uh, a bunch of Irish in Boston, for example, still. Yeah. Well, that's because that's where the racists in the north live. But but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, but that, yeah, you, you had that huge influx. You had more numbers and you had more industry. And I, I mean, in the south, they had it was a lot of agriculture. Yeah. You didn't have as much agriculture in the Midwest at the time because westward expansion hadn't happened that much. No, no. So in the south, you had you can't really kill somebody with cotton or sorghum. No, you can't. You know, like it just didn't. It just didn't exist. You didn't. All your main uh, firearm manufacturers were in the north, and you had all uh, your shipbuilders were in the north, and all that shit. You had some in the south, but not as much as you had in the north. I remember um, when I lived in South Carolina, a friend of mine had a couple large boats in Lake Marion, and we used to go down through uh, Lake. I guess it was Moultrie, also. Anyway, eventually the Cooper River, which would go to Charleston. We can go right to from Manning, South Carolina, which is where I go occasionally to work on aircraft, and you could go. Right there down to Charleston. Then, like a, there's a canal that goes. Yeah, there's a canal. Right and then, yeah. then you go intercoastal waterway. Some of it's cut out. Anyway, there's a lot of rice. There's still rice down there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and apparently what I read is that rice was actually in South Carolina, I think, a bigger cash crop than cotton was or something. Oh, I'm sure. I, I have no doubt. Well, it's a staple. It's people need to eat first and then clothe themselves second. Yeah. Like that, it just kind of makes financial sense to me, but cotton's kind of magical. I mean, think really it's amazing. The first time I actually saw it in person on a damn plant was in, it's it's amazing cuz it's pure white, yeah. white power. White power. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I have to, I have to let you know that you know our content I I forgot to tell you this. Our content is considered quote too offensive for Spotify. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I got the email last week or earlier this week. I just completely All forgot right. to tell you. They're like, yeah, oh, I Spotify. Know. I sent like four oh. episodes to them months ago for approval, and Spotify was like, "That's eh, too offensive." And then, but the other thing was is that like, uh, was that we use, um, we put music. I don't get rights to the music. Oh, that's right. But some of that stuff falls for the most most part. It falls under fair use because we're not making money off of it. Okay. Well, because Spotify wants to make money off of our podcast. So that's another other reason they they can't they can't do two that. Strikes. But, it, but it's also it's two strikes against us. But you know what's a bigger strike is not the uh, unlicensed music. It's the shits and fucksy wucksies that we say all the time. Hmm. Fuck you. I right, almost so, maybe want to cancel my Spotify, but anyway. But we, so, but, so but we have power. talked about have, <laughs> we have we have talked about we have spoken about because we've reserved without telling anybody right now. We have reserved another sort of Facebook page and that kind of. If you ever wanted to go more serious topics, a little more serious, and cut out the cut out the uh, language and uh, do more, yeah, just more. So wait a minute. So it'd be so, mostly mostly Christian based. I, I have know, a, no, white power. I've I've a Jesus was white. God, <laughs> I, I have a question. I have a question. So um, I'm going to assume that Joe Rogan is on, and probably Adam Carolla, they're on Spotify. Yeah, okay. I'm sure. Now, so they drop the F-bomb and all this kind of stuff too, but probably our, it's just the amount. We're like a shotgun with it sometimes. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I, all I know is it said you were flagged for offensive content. Uh, and, oh, maybe, um, it was, maybe it was white power, KKK, white power. Jewish stuff oh, that people maybe, think that we're that's what it, actual racists. Yeah, well, I'm thinking that they, don't, they just don't have enough people to listen to context, I guess. Or they're just like, 
Oh well, uh, I'm good to know they're listening. I'm kind of mad glad they listened I'm to us. I'm kind of glad that somebody cool. Spotify listened to us. Was like, no, you boys, <laughs> no, you boys are just too darn loud. Like, like Huey Lewis. You, yes. you know that's Huey Lewis, right? In, Back, to the in, in uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. He's like, you boys, with, sorry, with boys. That bull, just, he has those glasses on. His legs are crossed. And he has a bullhorn. They're just too darn loud. <laughs> Hilarious. It is. I funny. fucking love it. it but funny. anyway, I, I, I like the idea that somebody at Spotify was listening and. But we do have the capability like to t- dial it. We've we've done that before. We've dialed it down before. Oh fuck yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Joe. <laughs> I hear Jesus, Joe, way more often than I should. I think I know you do. Okay, but we so, do have the ability to. Like I said, so at some point we'll do the we'll do the yeah serious the podcast and we'll unleash our actual brains out on you guys instead of the. Um, but but seriously, the first time I saw Cotton. I mean, I had to pull over. I, I was driving. I'm like, oh, my God, there's acres of fucking cotton out. It's cotton. It's like white balls. Yes. And, and, it, and the plants are kind of already dead because they kind of let them die a little bit. Yeah, because they're, they're inside, it's inside a pod. Yeah, and then they're kind of... And I'm the like, pods oh my God, dry so I had out. to pull over and started picking, you know, breaking it off because it was kind of cool to get the whole pod and stuff, too, and get the plants. Just, like, stroll through the cotton field, like, and hang out with Eli Whitney's ghost? What I did is I... Actually, I imagine I brought a cassette recorder. I need you to acknowledge how fucking funny that is, joke was. Funny. Hang out with is, Eli Whitney's, Whitney's joke. ghost. God, you know what? <laughs> I'm having another beer because you that should. was brilliant. It was it was very good, Joe. I have to admit, I have to admit. But anyway, have you have you personally picked cotton? No. Okay. No, because white power. <laughs> no, I've never. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is an interesting thing because it's it's there. It's boom. It's pure white fiber stuff, and you're pulling it apart. And there's the seeds in there, of course. Like we all talk. And that's what the that's what the gin was for to separate the seeds from the fiber. Not pick the cotton. No, no, yeah, no. It was just it was that's what Eli Whitney's cotton yes. gin. Yes, separating all that. Seventeen ninety eight. But, or but when you first do, it, it's like wow, look at this. This is a pure white. This is fucking cotton. It just you know, it's just it, it is an amazing thing. Want to top me off there? I am topping Paul off. Thank you, Joe. Uh, yep. I, I love this this fucking IPA. I was so so glad I was I need able to get, some to get more to this. of this somehow. Yeah, well, we should take a road trip down to Surprise. We it's, it's we shall. It's easy. It's I mean, it's it's not even two and a half hours. It's it's right at two hours. Okay. Most of the rest of Phoenix, you know, because this is right as you drive into Phoenix. It's right there. It's, you know what it, this I looks mean, like? It's literally right there. Cotton. Cotton's that white. White power. <laughs> Actually, it's wider than that. Wait, what if cotton was black? You know, there is different color cotton that they develop or that exists. Really? Actually, yes, you can grow. I'm not sure if it's been altered, if it's one of those you know weird things, but they have actually grown and developed colored cotton. Oh, my God. He fucking just he so, went there. It's not I, what I meant. I can't believe you did that. It's 2017, Paul. You can't say color. Shout out to Spotify. Hey, Spotify. <laughs> Fuck ye. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, it's not what I meant. Didn't you tell me that uh, there's, there's there's some ladies that there's are some folks that listen to us out uh, out at the proving grounds? Yes, that according that to our friend that lives out there, he says they like your you guys are funny, but they don't like it when you swear. All right, so look, it's just a use of language. Yeah, and I understand it, cursing, cussing, yeah, whatever you want to call it, dirty language. It has its place. But I'm glad you listen, and Me I will too. try to tone it down for the rest of this episode. Okay, let's give it a shot. 
Okay. Hey, you know Let's what? Let's just try it. Let's try not to cuss for the rest of the episode. That's fine. We've got about three minutes left in the episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, You're let's try. Let's give it a shot. Air time. Okay, so, so you, they have developed um, colored whoever cotton. They are hot power. Yeah, we can still be offensive, but just not cuss. Yeah, oh yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, I I kind of pride myself on being able to <laughs> to, to be offensive. So they person. have different colors of cotton, and the whole point is they're trying to make it more natural, so you can just. Um, Make clothing out of... And, it's and not have to use harsh dyes sure. or anything like yeah. that. That would be kind of nice. I wouldn't mind that. Sure, I'd wear a shirt or some pants. Of course. Just already, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I like that. Hmm. And um, so, so they don't have... Yeah, you can't... I still don't like that. I don't, I, say I don't like cotton. the term colored cotton. I just... It just sounds yeah. really bad. It would be bad if they had like a label with it and they use K's instead of C's for colored cotton. Oh, God. Color Cotton Corporation with a K. <laughs> Oh With my! The, the colored cop, <laughs> colored cotton corporation. <laughs> oh, oh my God, no. Paul, you're terrible. I am beyond terrible. Power. So, so <laughs> for anybody White out there power. who doesn't recognize this that reference, so is straight bad. up from South Park. It's a South Park episode. I think other people were saying it before South Park was. I know people <laughs> were saying White Power before them, okay. but but it, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> About the guys that actually are people that actually say white power that really mean it. None of those people are, are people you want to associate with. None of those people have a good ending to their life. Yeah, they really it, don't. It can't be. Like at all. I don't know. You know what? I bet we'd be surprised. And actually, if we really knew some of the really powerful people in this country or business leaders that you just had no idea were associated with the KKK still. Either not, I'm not saying it's prevalent. I'm just saying I. I, I don't know, man. Be you're, you're a member of the one percent, so why don't you fucking tell oh, me Jesus, about it? I'm not. I'm not the. Uh, eh, I mean, look at the numbers. Um, yeah, you're kind of. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm you not. sure? You sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Anyway, I don't know. You're the one that invented the term "colored cotton." <laughs> <laughs> Who are you associated so, with? So yeah, but my question was: Do you know if they grow whoever they are grow cotton in Ohio? You know what? I don't ever remember seeing a cotton field in Ohio. Yeah. I wonder if it can't grow in Ohio. I wonder if it's too cold. Yeah, I don't know. I know it's not. I don't know where cotton is native. I'm sure it's probably India or Pakistan or something, something like, like that. Almost all that shit is. I, yeah. I swear. Uh, it. I, I, ha- I honestly have no idea. I think it's somewhere in the Middle East where cotton is native. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Kevin, look that shit up. Yeah, we. If he yeah. were here, he would already have it up there. He would us. have already had it up on the the big screen yeah. you were looking at that we don't have yet. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, so I'm just wondering. That's why you have because you spent a lot of time in your youth. They did grow a lot of cotton down in Goodyear. You know, that's where they made yeah, absolutely. I believe that cotton was used in tires for World well, War II Good, aircraft. I believe. Speaking of. Uh, driving I think they still grow cotton down there too I think they do they do it's right off the 303 so okay. if you if you drive into like surprise area now um, right there the north west area mm-hmm. Phoenix and you hit 303 because you have 303 202 and 101 those are your three loops around the valley right oh. so 303 is the outer loop you take 303 south before it was for full on 303 like actual interstate all the way mm-hmm. it was um it was called cotton lane and there's still cotton lane out there like you can drive out there and when you drive by on the 303 you look off to the right you can still see uh cotton fields there's somewhere somewhere Wait, I've when seen you say it, still what they're still growing you're going to see where they were no you can thing. still see them growing they're okay. still right. it's just undeveloped it's undeveloped area <laughs> oh there it is he's allergic to cotton white power nope <laughs> <laughs> so terrible 
I can't. Oh, God. oh God. Somebody's going to listen to this episode. I, it just sounds so funny because it's so pathetically. I mean, and then you go look at, again, J.B. Stoner. Mm. Oh, that's the guy with the really beautiful uh, Confederate bow ties, bow, right? Bow tie, yeah. It just, when he's at those little rallies at his, at his lectern. Welcome. Thank you for saying lectern and not podium. <laughs> podium is used all the time. Podium everywhere. is misused by people who I know have a, like like master's degrees in political yeah, science. Yeah, they're not being stupid. They're just misinformed. And no one ever told them, or they never looked it up, or whatever. That it's hey, that's what you stand on. The podium is what stand what you stand on to elevate you above uh, above other people. Like uh, the podium would be like what the you blacks. You what you stand on to stand at a lectern. Yes, or like a the conductor of an orchestra or a band yes that's a that's a podium that's a podium yeah lectern is where you would put papers in front of you and you stand in right. front of it. it's got the, what the the microphone yeah the thing that <laughs> the i think that we're speaking th- into right the now thing i'm looking directly at when i can't yeah. think of a name of it yeah. jesus christ white power see <laughs> this is why it makes no sense but yeah the, see, that's what i wonder i wonder if spotify was just like ripping through uh, one of our episodes, and somewhere you or I said white power or the blacks, or that's what the Jews want you to do. Or, or you said the color. So, when did you say something? Are you anti Zionist now? No, I'm sure we, we've talked about the Jewish people. And then Mike, thanks a lot, Mike, for helping us out on the, that one. Oh, yeah. Was, they, they, and then the episode we talked about the efficiency of ovens that were really during World War II oh because God. of that. And how it, that it happened. And how that company is still in, in They're still in business, still in making business, ovens. Still making ovens. Good oh God. Lord. That's so so that's what I wonder if. Spotify heard that and went nope can't have that can't do it because they assume I have we're... a feeling though it said because it said in there the pointer says pointers to uh, to get your podcast on Spotify hey here's eliminate some, tips. some of your yeah here's some tips eliminate <laughs> some of your 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 um, offensive content get licensing for your um, for your for your music and then it said something like uh, an inconsistent length huh yeah. And I, all I could think of was like, what the fuck? Now, Spotify is kind of new to the podcast game. I mean, in, in general. It's okay. In general, they're they're new. Or not in general, but like comparatively speaking, they're new to the podcast game. Because I think they've only had podcasts for two years, maybe maybe a year and a half. I'm glad iTunes doesn't have these rules. No, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't. Uh, yeah. Because there used to also be you. You know, we talked about we talked about this. Hey, shout out to Jasmine again. Yeah. Now we have a. a, a, a Dude, don't swear. Sorry. Now we have the thing. What is the thing called? The uh, complex. I got a complex yeah. about whether or not we talked we about talked this on the before. podcast. But anyway. And I. Uh, what was I gonna What was I gonna say? I don't even what remember. What we just talking about? iTunes. Podcast on iTunes. Podcast on iTunes. Whether or not they had. Yeah. Whether they. Had, oh you. yes, they used to rate. Uh, they used to rate their uh, the podcast. There was a for briefly. Oh, there was a rating. There was system. a rating. Said okay, this yeah. got swear words, adult content, and now they just they just wiped it out. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Which I'm I don't know. I which is really interesting. I mean, I'm glad they did it, but that's that's fascinating. How there's just, that it, much freedom in this format of podcast and internet. Cool. It's just nothing people a child could just listen to anything. It's a little reductive to have a podcast talking about podcasts. I just I don't want to do that. <laughs> Can we not do it, that? Is that kind of what happens when certain rock and roll bands just talk about touring and they make songs about being in a rock and roll band? And, yeah. And, <laughs> and they're always some actually they're 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 always sometimes I'm what an idiot. They sometimes those are the best songs because you they know, are. And it's funny because normally the best music is something you can relate to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Heartbreak, getting married, getting your dick sucked. And, whatever. And after, and it doesn't of, matter. He, but if you can relate to it, but yeah, I mean, if you're how many touring people, constantly and you're out you're there, a touring band, got groupies and roadies and drugs and 
snort and coke, and it, it's pretty more, soon that's what your topics are. It's idolizing as opposed to uh, uh, empathizing, I yeah. guess, uh, which yeah. is kind of odd. I it love is. how our, our podcast is everywhere. Maybe that's what Spotify was like. Like, we don't understand. You guys, your... we cannot keep fucking. Ah, it's, that's it. There it is. I... Uh, uh. Hey, man, minutes? I made it eight minutes, though. That's pretty good. I, I would say, yeah, I was like, yeah, I made it about eight minutes. I, that's, that's pretty that's, good. That's pretty Are good. Are we sure? I didn't, we didn't, I didn't swear. I don't think I did. You know what? Here's the thing. I'll tell you. Uh, I can actually drop into and out of the swearing thing pretty easily. Yeah. And that comes from dating Porsche's mom. Because Porsche's mom, we talked about this b- before the podcast, <laughs> before the podcast, before we started recording today. About the fake cursing thing, oh, like the that, yeah. gosh dang it, dag nabbit, all the, the the it just it sounds. Look, cheese and if, rice. If you oh, that's the worst. <laughs> like cheese and rice. Here's the thing: you're saying the you're you're right. not saying the words, but the feeling is there. Is that you the stub same? Your toe and is that go, the gosh, same thing of it. saying the n bomb, the n word, n word? This, yeah, because you that. you did instead of saying the actual word, mm-hmm. you made me think about it. Mm-hmm. You made you forced me to think that word rather than you saying it. Yeah, which makes me feel bad. Yeah, Louis C.K. Mister. Uh, Oh, he used my to be gosh. One, he used to be one of my idols, and I think he kind of still is. Everybody's fault. Matt Lauer's now down. Did you dude, see that, dude? <laughs> the shit from Matt Lauer kind of blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, kind because he had the the headline. Of course, it was it was a little bit a little bit much for the headline, mm-hmm. but it's uh, uh, read about Matt Lauer's sex dungeon <laughs> and how NBC paid for it. And I'm like. <laughs> I kind of want to read about that, and then it was, that wasn't clickbait. It, it, Joe, it, it, really? That was definitely clickbait. <laughs> but I fell for it, and I don't give a shit. I'll yeah. give them my 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 clicks. I don't care. Yeah. And what it was, they were just talking about how his office was set up to be kind of a sex dungeon, and how it did actually have um, places to put hooks on the walls to like do S and M shit, and then he had like the the uh, <laughs> like a like some criminal mastermind from a movie he had uh, the 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 button to press that would lock the door wow if somebody <laughs> somebody walked in and go click and then lock the door behind him wow it was like that's that guy i, I can see why people would do that i'm right? glad because that guy made, was fired he made a shitload of money though and you're up there you probably they, they probably did work a lot he had a lot of hours he's had a lot of time in that office more than likely of course he's no. like i like chicks i'm an attractive guy i can get pretty much what i want yeah. So I'm gonna do that. Why not do and it? Have some fun. I mean, if you want to throw around the fact that like, hey, do you know who I am? They're like, Yeah, I know who you are. You're Matt Lauer. Ninety percent of the the free world knows who you are. And like, oh, cool. Do you want to fuck me? Now, if I walked up to let's say, let's say, sorry, Porsche, but I'm gonna go down this road. You said F. I know, I'm okay with it. Okay. If I walked up to ten women, I said, hey, do you know who I am? I'm like, oh, yeah, you're joking. Like, do you want to fuck me? One out of ten is probably going to have sex with me. It's got, it's got to play in the numbers. They're, it's playing the numbers. Yeah. Matt Lauer could do that, and probably one out of every three would fuck him. Yeah, but you know what's really dangerous? That's dangerous as hell if you're a celebrity. It is. It's just, but all he had really to do, risky. if you want to have tons of sex and you had groupies and stuff, there's a fucking way to do it, man. There's a way to do it without yeah. being a piece of shit. Professional. And installing an automatic lock that you activate from behind your desk. Yeah. That's not the way to do it. That's the yeah. way to be a rapey piece of shit. So that's that's there, there's nobody's making dividing lines between some of these people that are being accused of all this shit. And, you know, and. and yes, Louis C.K. did things that were unsavory. 
that were not in line with what people consider to be normal sex, which Kinsey, you know, 50 some years ago proved that there's no such thing as normal sex. Yeah, I remember reading some of that in, uh, in college. Honestly, man, one of my favorite movies of all time is Liam Neeson playing uh, Dr. Kinsey. And it's it, Kinsey, it was an HBO movie. It was like, or maybe, maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. But anyway, it was a great movie. And he kind of determined that there's no such thing as normal sex. No, yeah. Just like we talk about, like, nobody is actually... One of his things is there's a spectrum. There's a sexual sexuality spectrum. Not everybody is 100% straight, 100% gay. There's a spectrum. He knew this back in the late 40s and early 50s. And only just now is it becoming commonplace for... And and, and you have all these people that are maybe not uneducated, but they're kind of closeted not quite normal heterosexuals, but they're afraid of it because for years they were beaten down and said, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to come to terms with this. At, uh, or like, hey, I had some guy. But they're embarrassed some, by it because that's the way society they're was. Because, they're embarrassed about it because of what, what society says is yeah. normal. And, you know, it's like a conversation I overheard at the brewery. was They were talking about a finger in the butt. Yeah, I know it's not my thing. Conversation happens a lot. The really I, I noticed. Uh, yeah, right. I, yeah. Like I, <laughs> as it happens in the normal course of, sure. of things. I heard at a city council meeting. It's a nano know, brewery. I mean, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah, but the, it's like, oh, it's kind of gay. I'm like, no, it's not really gay. Like, oh, it's finger in the butt. Okay, what if a beautiful woman is putting a finger in your butt and you love it and you want to call that gay? How stupid are you? Yeah. If you like it, you like it. It doesn't matter as long as you're not hurting anybody else and you're not forcing anybody to do it. So that's why I feel like there should be some sort of dividing line with all this shit. Yes, Louis C.K. jacked off in front of a bunch of women. I get it. He was also in in sometimes in in those occasions where where that was was happening. Most of the time, though, he was in, quote unquote, a position of power above them. Maybe not so much like a boss, like no, a supervisor capacity. Yes. It was he was an established comedian. Little, and they were little up and famous, comers. yeah. And then people don't people say that people are in, or they're in shock that's, when something happens. They don't. Even, that's why they don't do. That's something why they don't sometimes. say anything at the time. And they're like now, yeah. but there's but, a huge difference between that and like what fucking Matt Lauer did. People are falling now, and people are opening up more. It's been happening really recently because now it's the thing to do. It's almost gone viral. Of, of How where, many people are sweating bullets right now? Famous people, <laughs> I are going. I'm oh, not gonna lie, man. Shit. Like I, 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 uh, I don't want to say that I'm a typical male, but I think I, I kind of think I am, just because five years working at Frontier, being outnumbered twenty, thirty to one with all those women, and now you work in the and, same and kind of environment. And I'm in the same environment at the hospital. I basically just I, so for about the past twelve years or so. 15 years I've been uh outnumbered in in that kind of thing and I and I really do kind of see it and and I kind of understand obviously I'm a guy I'm a man I'm a mm. straight cisgendered man I know I know here comes the excuse who I am huh so I can't well no I can't I honestly can't tell you exactly what it's like to be a woman no but I can kind of understand what it's like to be the minority in, a, in an employment situation, and we've talked yeah. about this before, and uh, it's it kind of sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I've only ever had a couple people actually come to me and go, "Hey, I didn't really think about how shitty that was for you," and it was kind of nice. But for the most part, like I know, I have a friend who she's a actually pretty talented welder. She's a certified welder. She lives up in uh, in uh, Portland, Oregon area now, 
But we talked about it once and she goes, yeah, I, I, I said, you know, it sucks about being a guy working here at the hospital making all these friends that are, but most of them are female is that I don't get invited to shit that they do. Oh, that's true. Because, it, because yeah. it's a, it's all, it's all kind of, Oh, it's all girl stuff. The one time I did get invited, uh, it was Caitlin invited me over to her, her, her house for, uh, uh, like a pool party thing. I think I remember that a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I show up and there were several, there, there was, there was a, the, the majority of the people that were there were women. It was all women except for me. From work, I'm assuming? From work, all from work. Okay, okay. And, and then me, which it, to me, it just felt like, uh, the, like working at the hospital, except none of us are actually working and we're able to drink and enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. Like that's, that's the only difference. It was the exact same group of people. So it wasn't. So, but, but here's yeah. the, here's the thing that sucked about it. The one time I do get invited to do to do that and not get excluded because oh he's the man he's a man not the man but a man. Uh, the one time I do get invited, uh, several people caused like just kind of pulled Caitlin aside and was like oh this is not fucking cool. You brought why a guy. Is, why, why is he here? Guy. Why is he here? Yeah, I can't be myself. I can't do this. He's ogling me. Sorry, honey. You don't fucking look that good in a swimsuit. Don't right. look all that great in scrubs either. So I'm not checking you out. I can kind of see that though, right? I mean, if you're, I get it, man. It's but but here's the thing. This goes back to not letting female reporters in the locker room. Sure, remember that F- that, no, that no, debate. I got, I got it. I got it. So a kind of. So I'm not saying. Oh, I'm fucking. I'm woman. Hear me roar. I'm not <laughs> saying that. And I'm not burning bras, which by the way never actually happened. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm just, like an axe I'm, murder. I'm saying, like how many axe murders are there really out there? There's there's like nine. Right. There's like there's like eight. So maybe. I wonder if more bras, probably more bras were burned than nine than axe murders. Potentially. Well, you could graph you could graph that out. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I understand what it feels like to be. And, and anyway, so I'm talking to this female friend of mine who's a welder, and but then got into medicine, and then decided to go back into welding again. So she said, you know it. You, whenever you go into, uh, whenever you're one gender and you go, or rather one sex and go into a field that is dominated by the opposite sex, you need to be prepared for that. It's just, it's a, it's just a form of ostracism yeah. and it's kind of natural because of the difference between the sexes. And I get that it doesn't make it suck any less. Yeah. Um, but you know, but it also, I feel like there's far more benefits to it, uh, to, to, having those relationships far more benefits to it there can be absolutely uh, it, well, it depends on your it, mindset of how you it, go into it exactly yeah. and that you know, i was kind of beat up by it for the first couple of years i worked uh, at the hospital and then i started realizing that the the best advice i can advice i could get from uh for uh the kid because i i come from all swinging dicks my dad's the oldest of three brothers i'm the oldest mm-hmm. of three brothers I don't know. I don't know anything else but boys. Like I, I have yeah. no experience with that. So when Porsche came along, and I was like, "Oh, great!" And now it was, what do and I it do? Was, yeah, what do I do now? But luckily, I've been around. I've always had a, like a strong base of female friends, and mm-hmm. so that that's where the benefit comes from. But also being privy to a lot of secret, con- not secret conversations, but conversations that I would never ever overhear if I was like in construction. Oh, I did or the same like thing that. with my sister. We had rooms next door to each other, you know, touching this oh, common yeah, wall, and I could listen. Yeah. That's where I listened to all her stuff with her girlfriends. Yeah, it's like Keanu Reeves and uh, Devil's Advocate, yeah. where he talks like, "How did you, how did you learn how to pick juries and and be a trial lawyer best?" Because the, the bathroom was next the, to the, the, ba- jury the bathroom. Room or, yeah, yeah, he had the hole in the bathroom wall, and he could listen yeah. to it. But and I remember. Um, actually did the whole trick or tried to do this with the glass against
against the wall and yeah, it doesn't and really work, ear. does it? Not it really, but I certainly no. tried it. Of course you did. I had to listen to what my girlfriend's friends, my girlfriend's, my sister's friends were saying. I didn't just call my sister my girlfriend. Sorry, Joe. I know. I mean, we could explore that. <laughs> I, I mean, it depends on your 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 how your level of psychiatry yeah. and like Jungian versus Freudian, which yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, no, I so, think you were yeah, more no, I, thinking about your sister's girlfriend, who you wish was your girlfriend, which would be Kate. Well, it was Kate. It was Kate. Kate, Kate O'Donnell. O'Donnell. There O'Donnell, you go. Hugh O'Donnell. 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 I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Kate. She's just in my mind. She's so hot. She's just well. She, she's, she's not just hot. She's um, no. She she's she's cute. Uh-oh. But she's not a stunner. It's the intellect goes. Along oh, with it. And huge. How funny she is. Yeah. Huge. Those are my. No favorites. one can make me fucking like. I'm telling you, I wish she were here. And I, and I don't know if she could ever get it back because you know she, there's a lot of years. I just wonder if she could ever, if she ever. I need to contact her and ever just come out and visit and be Probably on this should. show. Probably better should. You would be in fucking stitches, and I hate that's an old term, but it's true. You'd just be. She would crack you the fuck up. Sounds great. Here's what was fun. We talked about this. Maybe <laughs> is that <laughs> is that it was is tough to keep up. I mean, she was so. You know how you we 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 uh, when you're out in public. And your brain is sarcastic, and you think that you're funny, and shit's going on. And you're hearing it. You, there's all these opportunities are just coming at you. What you could say, you don't have to really think about it. It just I can, happens. It, I it, can it fires at you. Like I'm gonna grab onto that and comment on that one. I'm gonna comment on that one. I'm comment on that one. You just I got to filter it get out. Into that mode, you get into a mode, and you get into yeah. where you can just bam, 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 and yeah. fire it off. So she does the same thing, or did does the same thing, and and but it's she's just a millisecond faster. So it's like fuck. That's what I was going to say, you know, or something. So it was usually the same thing, but even more funny. When was the last time you talked to her? Is it when you went to? It was on uh, the phone. Uh, um, when I went to uh, last year, Hillhead, you were in South Hillhead. Carolina. Yeah. yeah. At the development that's called The Plantation. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I know I told you this. I didn't. I, the I development. Yeah. It's these, it's these condos, nice condos in Hilton Head, South Carolina. And the area is called the plantation. The plantation, because <laughs> presumably the condos were built I don't, I don't out know. of human suffering. Something, yeah, that's what it was. That's awesome. Yeah. Are they all pyramid shaped? <laughs> actually, I have to. Actually, I have to throw this out there. This is something I keep reading more and more. Is the misconception that the pyramids were built by slaves, and they was they were not? Those people were absolutely absolutely paid. They were paid in beer. I was going to say, is it not true? They, they were aren't paid. there like some other symbols, the old beer symbols they were finding? Absolutely. Fact, I was going to tell Tim about that a while back, and maybe we discussed this. Is that it's not on the podcast? Is that uh, um, there's a couple really ancient symbols they found that they knew it's like a triangle, you know, that they found on stone that they knew that that meant beer. You're right. Right. And that would be such a cool fucking thing to incorporate. Well, uh, beer and um, beer is one of the universal words that was on the Rosetta Stone that helped translate Egyptian hieroglyphics. Maybe that's that's the, the, and that's and that's what it was. And okay. it, it was one of the only. I want to say it was Sumerian. Sumerian has the things that look like T's. Yes, I think right, and I think if I remember right, the Sumerian like like it's not word, but like the character for for beer is a triangle shape. Yeah. And then they noticed that there was a correlation to that, to the hieroglyphics because Rosetta Stone had Sumerian, Egyptian, Akkadian or something, or Hittite, something like that. Right. But, but that's how they're able to like translate hieroglyphics. I don't know if many people understand that or know that about the Rosetta Stone is that 
it was one stone that had four or five different languages on it, and only and like two of the languages we already knew how to, and uh, we we already knew we already knew how to translate it into modern day. And that's why that one you know, language company learned language is called the Rosetta. It's called Rosetta Stone, yeah. right? Exactly. There was, there was a keys back there, and that kind yeah. of yeah, they figured all that crap out. But um, well, there's people listen to uh, listen to us for ninety plus minutes, and they learned one thing. I'm sure of white power. Yeah, uh, I vote to take another break. And then close out with a short second segment. That's what I vote. Is that is that is that your vote? That's my vote. Is Any other right? votes in here? You can vote, and we can just totally be a stalemate. No, it's fine. I will. I will. I'm not an eligible voter right now. Is a stalemate what you have when you're tired of your partner? Oh my God! Or you leave them out on the counter overnight? <laughs> don't put them back in the fridge or in the <laughs> bread box. <laughs> you don't oh God! This yeah. is the last episode. I'm sure because you said stalemate, and it's a terrible fucking name. That's bad. All right. Uh, listen to more music. We'll be right back. White Power. I've been really trying, baby. Try to hold on to this feeling for so long. And if you feel like I feel, sugar, come on. Oh, come on.
beautiful. Black is better. I don't know about better. If this light were black. Beautiful. Oh, if the light were black. Yeah. White power. Gray, gray power. <laughs> it's because the light is silver. We're not going to talk about the light. The topic is face. The topic is face. 15 and minutes of face. We Here on Cartoon Casual, sometimes we run out of things to talk about. I know you folks don't have any idea what that's like. But we do run out of things. So we have the, uh, is, it, is, it, is it his biography or autobiography? Actually, I, I um, oh, you have to honk that out. Why? Because this may be a gift for somebody that listens to this podcast. Honka, honka, God damn it. <laughs> do you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to honk things oh, out like that? Oh, fuck you and your pain in the ass honks. Oh, my God. All right. So, the, so we pick a word at random out of, out a, of a out book. Of, out, of, out of a book. <laughs> Thanks for telling me after the fact that I need to, anyway. So, we, we, we will pick a random word. Shut up. Go work on your fucking plastic airplanes. <laughs> so, we pick a random word and, 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 and talk about it because, it, Be, because, yeah, because we can I, yap. I didn't want to stop talking. And then Joe needs to get the fuck out of here. It's like, fine, pick a word. I don't need to get the fuck out of here. I literally have nothing to do tomorrow. I'm going to go to Walmart at like 7 a.m. maybe. Oh, Walmart. Oh, yeah. Walmart. Oh, Walmart. The last time I tried to go to Walmart, I uh, I, I I didn't realize <laughs> what last Friday was. Oh. And I w- drove to the Walmart parking lot because there was a couple things. Was that pretty I busy on Black Friday out there? There was no parking space. Okay. No, there was no, there was nowhere to park. And I don't mean like, oh, I couldn't find a parking space like because you had to park a quarter mile away. I mean. Huh. That's within the, the city limits. That's the new tax there. And there it is. Crazy how much tax revenue probably went from that little one percent upgrade on that one day. On that one day, and you couldn't, and, and you couldn't find a parking. I couldn't space. find a parking space. Huh. I couldn't, couldn't find one. Weird. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Got how people survive. Clearly, people were not surviving. Commerce ground came screeching it, it came to a screeching halt. Did you see like uh, like old newspapers tumbling through the parking lot? Like you see, when I did. There's an empty, I did. I did. It yeah. was amazing. Um, newspaper pages this is all sarcasm tumbleweeds no uh, okay, face so you picked face I picked I want to get I'm going to get deep for like 10 minutes deep in the face yeah that's what she said that's what he said <laughs> deep, I'm going to get deep for about 10 minutes yeah and then we're done deep face go ahead Joe my father's 64 years old and uh, I'm 36 I thought I had another 10 years before I had to face <laughs> the music the the mortality of my father. Oh, oh! So it's not. And, we're now we're talking about face. I'm facing your, something your, your like a, like an actual obstacle. Oh, I was thinking you picked pick the human. word face, and that was the first thing that came to mind. Oh, I thought of face. I I had I was I was actually forced to grow up very very quickly. Uh, starting uh, Tuesday evening, I get a phone call from one of my dad's friends saying he was sick, that he was in the hospital, and uh, I actually was at work i had to work until I, I worked i made it until about 3 30 in the morning from seven from about well i started at seven but i i had the phone call around eight at 3 30 in the morning i i uh i got another phone call saying uh from from the doctor in the er uh maricopa county hospital which it's not really maricopa county hospital it's maricopa integrated health systems or some horseshit like that but it's maricopa county hospital for all you old school people and, uh, you know, the, the ER doc called me and said, things are not good. You need to get down here. So I uh, left, went home, 
called him again, said, how are things? I said, you need to get down here pretty quick. And I I had been up all night, half the day, and I was like, shit. So I spent three hours driving driving there, got there about, got there by about nine o'clock in the morning and uh, really had to face that. Thank you. That was great. Did you hear that? Oh yeah. We picked it up nice and loud and I'm going to, I'm going to boost the audio while I'm, while I'm editing. Yeah. Why, while you're honking yeah, the other honk, honk. Sorry. Anyway. So yeah, like uh, having to face that, uh, that mortality, I was not prepared for it. And it kind of, and it, you, you, it made me realize how much I, take for granted that my father's around. And I know you uh, oh, understand yeah. that really, really well. Well, you've had people close to you it, that have passed away too soon. Yes, there's no question about that. And we all have. And, and I had before I lost my mother and then 10 years later, my father. And they were both, well, she was you know, fairly young, let's say, these days for that. But other people, I think about this too, because it's, it's pretty rough. And everybody, everybody's different how you react or how you deal with all this stuff. And you haven't lost him yet, obviously. And he's, apparently he's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, but he's, still, you think about he, this. Now you're, now you're thinking about this. Now it was, it, was, it was kind of like somebody grabbing a hold of me and shaking me and realizing yeah. that he's not going to be around forever. You need to maybe change some things. Yeah. It's... Um, People know this. People who are listening, who have had, who have lost close family members, and and I don't mean close, mean just genetically on the tree close, but really close. And that's how I was with my father. It wasn't super close to my mother, but close enough. And we lived far apart, and it was definitely closer to my father. But but, um, yeah, it wakes you the fuck up because now now it's like because now you're facing your own mortality too, in a way. Yeah, yeah, because I can remember. Back when I was 21, when we lost my grandfather, my mm-hmm. dad's dad. Mm-hmm. Now, he was the only grand... I told you about this uh, off air. Uh, he's the only grandparent that I... Or grandfather that I ever knew. I didn't have any step-grandparents. And I only, and my mom's dad died well before I was born. Mm-hmm. And my mom's the youngest. My dad's the oldest. That's kind of how that works. So the only grandfather I knew, I lost at 21. This is the man that taught me everything I know about mechanics, thinking through things and like with, from an engineer standpoint, um, teaching me the value of a dollar, taught me how to uh, like li- like literally survival skills, right? So, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> fishing with a stick and string. I shit you not. No, I love that. I've done that. He's like, you know, you can feed yourself for about five cents. And I said, how do you, how do, you do that, Gramps? You spend five cents on a, uh, on a, on a hook. Mm-hmm. From a fishing shop, yeah. Or you just walk up and down the banks and, uh, and go to a fishing hole that you know is, is a good fishing hole, and you can find a free hook. Oh yeah. This is what ha- depression era kids did, because my gramps wasn't a depression era adult when in, he was born in 1927. So he missed. missed so it, in 1933, yeah. he was six years old, but at six years old, he was having to feed himself sometimes because yeah. his dad was a drunk, and he was the oldest. So anyway, so. I, we lost uh, my grandfather, and I remember seeing how how much that damaged my dad. And, um, you know, that was it for him. That was, uh, we've talked about before how, how he lost, not lost, but in in the course of, okay, so my I had my grandmother and her two sisters and their husbands all lived on the same block in Tucson. They bought houses together. Okay. Right? The three husbands were good friends. The sisters obviously were good friends. One by one, they all passed away over the course of about two years. My father handled all of their estates, including his mother's. 
that left my dad and his dad. And that made them get closer and whatnot. Then a few years later, I move out here. A few years after that, about four years after that, my grandfather passes away. Then I get to see what my dad had to really go through dealing with his, his own father passing. And I have to say, I dealt with things exactly the same way um, when, when my dad, or when I found out my dad was sick and he was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's a jarring experience. Yeah. The only thing I could, the only way I can describe it is, uh, I got, <laughs> I got hit by a car when I was like 15, 14, 15, when I was on a bike, but I didn't tumble. I was hit, got thrown up on the front of the car in the windshield and then stopped. There was no bouncing. There was no jiggling. There was no bouncing off of it or anything. I just immediately stopped and it hurt. And then I passed out and that's kind of how it felt. It was just so jarring. It was like, holy shit. All right. Well, this is reality. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, like, if any of you people out there ever have to stay in a hospital in Phoenix, definitely stay at Banner University Medical Center, which is funny because it's in Phoenix, but it's owned by Banner and run by University of Arizona. It's so all is, 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 is Banner a national? Banner is, I think they're an international, but they're okay. one of the better, one of the best. You said uh, it was, yeah, yeah, you were very impressed. I was said, impressed with, me. I was impressed with the staff. I was impressed with how efficient they were when they did their physician rounds. Uh, imagine 11 a.m. rolling around your patient sitting, sitting in your room, 11 o'clock comes around and your primary care physician comes in and says, oh, okay, I, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Did it take some notes? Your cardiologist walks in and goes, all right, well, here's what's on the docket for today. We're going to have a, do a 12 lead EKG. We're going to do a stress test. And then we're going to have, you know, da, 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 all these other things done. Then your nephrologist comes in that goes, all right, well, your kidneys are still showing the signs of that da, 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 and roll that down. And then you have your physical therapist come in and go, okay, well, this is the plan that, that we've got outlined. So by between 11 and 11, 25, 11, 30, you've seen every single one of your, the, your clinicians that you needed, needed to see. And they're telling you exactly how they're going to, how things are going to work. Okay. That blew my mind. Now, I don't work day shifts. I'm not saying anything bad about KRMC. I'm just saying there's a difference between big hospitals and small hospitals. And I kind of wonder if they operate at that level of efficiency because they have 1,200 beds. Like they kind of almost have to. They almost, gonna happen. Like they ha- almost have to. Otherwise, shit's never going to get done. Yeah. So I kind of wonder. I kind of wonder about that. But it was. It, it was. But anyway. Well, that'd be kind of nice if. I again, you you're not there. And whatever. We're not going to go off on this KRMC thing. But you again, you don't know what they do during the day. But regardless of whether they had to or not, it, it, efficiency is nice. Efficiency in your. I mean, there are times when I go off the rails and I'm not efficient for a period of time and, and, and get reel it back in. Reel it in. Get organized. It do yep. this. Get up on a certain time and do this kind of have some order during your morning, what you're doing. Of course. And when you have this routine and you're set your limits, it's kind of feels nice. Yep. So here's what we're doing. We're getting this done. We're going that way. And, and I will, I do have to toot my own horn just a little bit. Okay. I went through all of that. Still didn't pick up another cigarette. So that, that's good. So I'm, good I'm, at, I'm at, uh, 12 days. So that's, well, I think I saw you smoking more than earlier than I, 12 more. days. Okay. In 12 days, I've had two cigarettes. Okay. 
How's Good. that? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. With no patches, no, no gum, no nothing. Congratulations, like that. So, yeah. and I hope you can continue that. But you continue to shit on me. Eh? No, I'm not. I, 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 I shat on you. I shat on. I shat upon you, Joe. What about the What about the 22 people at my house for fucking Thanksgiving? I that still didn't smoke. Awesome. Hell, I didn't even get drunk. You know what? You you, <laughs> you fucked up your truffles, which we which we didn't get. You know why? You know you fucked up your truffles. Okay, let's because it got left in the fridge for too long. No. No, yes, that's exactly what it was. Oh, well, okay, that. But we, first of all, I didn't get to try any because that sucked. But I was helping your daughter they make them. They weren't for you. They weren't for You never they said were, they weren't for anybody. I did say that. I said that they were going into, they were for the p- folks at the hospital that are working on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Same with the pumpkin pasties. Uh, fine. Yeah. Okay. But here's, here's the problem. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you dissatisfied with your two hams and your turkey <laughs> and the 48 goddamn sides that were there? That was really nice. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Here's where you fucked up, and you're gonna go. Oh, I forgot fucking, that part. I'm fucking punch you. What? We didn't. Well, it's not even white chocolate. We didn't. We didn't melt that and drizzle it over them. No, I know. I know yeah. we didn't. Okay. We literally ran out of time and room. Okay. It, it just. It just wasn't. If if what but, was supposed but I, to happen. I thought about that two days later. It was like three in the morning, and I was kind of waking up from a dream and going to another dream cycle. And I lay on my back. I'm looking straight up, and I just I sat straight up in the bed. You're like I need to criticize Joe. Yeah, I went. Oh my God, those troubles were supposed to have drizzled white chocolate, and it just set me. Don't off say of white this. chocolate. I know it's not, not white chocolate. chocolate. I know it's white. You had to point that out. No, t- I did. I know. You were such a fucking asshole. What are we gonna call it? What are we gonna? What's properly called? It is white chocolate. There's there's chocolate. There. Well, it's it, not. It, Sorry. Excuse me. Go ahead. There's definitely cocoa butter in it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. There ha- there is chocolate. That's why it kind of tastes like chocolate. I know, but is it is it not is it really properly you called white or is it called something else? You have to call else? you. Th- mm. There's rules about this. What I bought was Ghirardelli. It was like five bucks for the bag of chips, and it says white cocoa chips. White power. White power. <laughs> oh my god. White cocoa chips. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. But you can buy fake white chocolate that tastes similar. But it doesn't have the same properties. It doesn't melt the same. It doesn't yeah. uh, harden the same. It, it doesn't matter. Excuse me. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, so face. Face was the word you that were, you, you chose. Were facing, yeah, you're facing I just had to, this. I had to face my, my father's mortality. And Got then again, it, and it forces it. me to uh, mine. And then I started thinking, Jesus Christ, what's going to happen the day when, you know, poor Portia has to deal with me dying? She'll probably be like, gee, fucking finally. <laughs> Here's a fucked up. No, I, I don't. I didn't want to go on this. Uh, I didn't want to go on this. This road. Well, it's, it's not about it, your daughter or you. I think okay. it was like it was a thought that I had when my father was on his deathbed, and I don't. There's no reason to go down this right now. It's just. It's gonna just. Just gonna be just freak. It's gonna like. Oh my god. Maybe a nice dark. way to end a really goofy fucking podcast. I don't know. Episode. I don't know. I don't. But I will say this. I remember. I remember. When I drove back from after my father passed away, and you know the flight, the flight back to Vegas, and that was weird because normally, up until that point, because I spent a lot of time flying back and forth, building this facility, and having him come out and visit and that kind of stuff, and he was almost always one of the first people that I would call when we landed because normally there's something going on too. He flew for Delta Airlines, and that's maybe he knew the crew members or did this or did that, and there was a, and I I, I remember. And that was, it was a fucking moment when I landed and got off the airplane and just automatically went from my phone to, to call my father. Oh man. And that, that was just fucked me up. I'm like, that's never going to happen again. Right. And that was fucking rough, dude. I mean, rough. 
just to know that. And then still, because we, we emailed a lot and stuff. He, lo- he liked to email. He was always in his office slash hangar slash whatever, working on airplanes. And I would give him updates. He would ask about what's going on flying-wise, what we're doing here, what airplanes were we building. And I would ask him about his stuff because he was associated with the National Soaring Museum and all these things. And so there was a lot of emailing going back and forth. And it took me a while to break the habit of if there was some new cool pilot or famous guy I was working on his airplane. God, my, I bet my father would love to know. It, I would start to go email him. That I got the, you know, it took a while to break that. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it's when it's habit. Yeah. It's just a thing that you do. And I'm sure this is not unusual. Every time that happens, it's not unusual. People at all. that hear and this, I, like, oh, I, I do that all the time. I'm sure there's common stories, but I'm just so letting, the, I'm just letting you know that it's it it cha- it changes you, man. The bottom line is, people, call call your family. Yeah. Call just call them. Try, call your call your folks. Try to appreciate, and it's tough too because I'm sure you don't get along with your father all the time, and neither did I. Ah, not always, especially over the past few days because I had to get tough on him. Yeah, oh yeah. But then I then I started thinking, Jesus Christ, it, it, you know, it's the older you get, the more you've, I, it, you the more you sound like one of your parents. Oh yeah. There's been times where I've said shit to Portia where I'm I just I walk away like I keep a stone face when I've said it to her. I walk away and go, God damn it, I fucking my mom used to say that shit. And it's word for word the same shit. But also, I can remember my dad having to get tough with his dad mm-hmm. and and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. But anyway, well, yeah. I, I think I think that's I think there that's, it is. That's, so the holiday season is upon us. So there you have it. Yeah. Stay tuned for uh, for a Christmas episode. It's going to be amazing. I don't know if it's going to be amazing have or we not. Sec- but have we're, secured we're that fun. person yet. Huh? We have not secured a person yet, but but okay. we will have a person. Okay, good. Maybe not for Christmas episode, but we will have a person. We'll see what's up. All right, uh, Paul, you got anything else? Nope. Thanks for listening. All right. And uh, you know, you should uh, tell your friends, like, su- subscribe, s- send Paul naked pictures. And I, you should always squeeze tube from bottom and flatten as you go up. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's my absolutely white power. Leave it right there. <laughs> Aquafresh white, white power. White, white tooth power. Bye, folks. Bye, folks. Good night.